Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet this President's Day. Visit valleychevy.com for details. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday, President's Day. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady, Brett, Toledo. This is the morning sickness and a half-assed holiday workday is upon us, everyone. You don't have to try that hard today because uh, only half of the population is working and like us. Yeah, you're going to work and stuff. but uh, Smooth riding. Yeah, <laughs> nobody out there. You're good. You're good. Uh, your kids are at home, so maybe you do want to work. Maybe you'd like to be <laughs> put in a double shift today. That's what I would do if I was a parent. I'd be like, well, daddy's got to work all day long. Sorry, I can't be your friend. But, uh, yeah, so enjoy it and make sure that you're, you know, not overly stressed today because there's no reason. Think about it. If the banks aren't even there, all that money you're making, it doesn't matter today. So many sales going on, too. Nothing. Oh, you mean sales like for yeah, us? I don't know, like sales sale, downstairs. Yeah. Day oh, yeah. sales. <laughs> Get all sorts of things. You can go down and grab some sheets or a car or whatever. Enjoy the day. And if you're up and going to work, yeah, take a nap at work today. That's what it should be called. Take a nap at work day. Like the president does. He sleeps. Every day. He sleeps at work. I guarantee you that guy gets about eight hours during the workday of naps. Every time he does something, he's got to lay down. Jimmy you know, Carter went into hospice, and probably the next president to join him is right is in the office now. <laughs> gets less uh, care. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah Jimmy's gets into just, hospice. Yeah, he's in hospice, and he's being, you know, he's healthier. Uh, there was, I uh, saw Biden over there in. Kiev uh, yesterday or today, I guess it was today. I'm not sure when it was, but he was sort of, I guess, the way the time works. Standing there in in Ukraine, hanging out with uh, uh, Vladimir. That's a pretty... uh, Loaded up Air Force One with cool 500 mil, handed it over to him in cash. He's doing doing hand deliveries. Like, you know, that's pretty awesome. Here's a whole bunch of money, and I'll show up and deliver it myself. Now that's risky, but uh, yeah. You got that guy doing that. You got President Carter going into the hospice thing, and you know what a what a weird weekend. Belzer dies. It's crazy. All I paid attention to was the Tiger Woods drama, which is uh, unbelievable in every aspect of it being unbelievable. And it happened Friday. We started our weekend. The woke the it woke was, folks be, were out. Before we dive into that, Richard Belzer's last words. What were they? No, I didn't no. hear this. F you, mother effer. Is that right? According to his uh, buddy, that was by the bedside so there is a heaven (laughs) wow he saw some of his old relatives which is what most people would see at the gates of heaven oh great this guy you're greeting me you mother and then he's out there's always going to be if that whole thing's true where you go towards the light and the gate and you see your old relatives there's going to be that one uncle you're like oh not this prick really how'd you make it here how did you get here i gotta spend eternity with this asshole thanks a lot mr pop in yeah, so, well, good. That's uh, great to know. Those are great last words. Put that on the tombstone. Put it in the book that someone puts down the famous last words. Yeah, of- F you mother effer. Strong. Planned, I wonder. Or if he just said, tell people these are my last words. I didn't know that about last words until, like, just the last few months, is that some people, 
will write down, these are my last words. They're not their last words, really. Oh, gotcha. But, these but are it would things count that, as... Yeah, this, this is what I want you to yeah. say. I go out with this. This is my final. Like, they have a, a thing. That's why some of them are so rosy and flowery. Like, you know, uh, Thomas Jefferson's famous last words were... Or no, it was, uh, I forget, it was John Adams or something... Uh, you know, as I pass, at least Thomas Jefferson lives on, and he died at the exact same time. Right. And I'm like, come on, he didn't really say that. Nobody dying says something that eloquent uh, that was planned, or he he spewed out, "Is that is that prick Jefferson still alive? At least we got that." And I'm like, make that rosy. Now somebody somebody you know, reword that for us, but yeah, famous last words: "F you, mother effer." That sounds pretty great. Just tell people those words. His wishes were that people thought those were his last words. I'd like to see that. But then Tiger Woods' last words are going to be, look, I'm sorry. I didn't. This is garbage, everybody. I didn't know. Um, if you don't know, Friday, right as we got off the air, it started to kind of bubble. <laughs> that uh, Tiger Woods hit a drive 325 yards, 20 yards ahead of Justin Thomas, who was his playing partner on Friday. He's a good buddy. And they're friends. Yeah. Real good friends. They've become great friends over the course of uh, playing golf together in the PGA. And he walks up to him. And says, nice drive. And he hands him something. And Justin Thomas looks in his hand, and it's a tampon. Because he drove it past him. Yep. Now, Justin Thomas, is a he can hit the ball far. Tiger's supposedly all done with bashing the ball deep. And yeah, he's not hes not the monster he used to be as far as coming up. But he knocked it 20 yards past Every him. Every now and then you can catch one. Knocked it stiff. And Justin Thomas hit some high grass, so his ball didn't roll as far. So uh, he hands him the tampon as if to say, I just mashed it past you, lady. Women somewhere got upset. The and, mushroom cloud. And said that it was, it's just a, a, a crushing blow to the equality of golf. To which I say, shut the f*** up. There is no equality in golf. That's why you get a 40-yard head start on every goddamn hole. Stop with being equal in golf. You admit it by, by teeing up on those red tees that you can't hit it as far in order to make the game equal, to move it at the same pace. We've given you a head start. So there is no equality in golf. If you hit it, if a woman hits it past you from the ladies' tees and hands you a tampon, it's still a good joke. Ladies should be the ones doing this to men constantly, although it doesn't happen that often. <laughs> you outdrive me as a man, and we're supposed to be equals. You hit me from the exact same spot I hit from. Otherwise, you got a 40 yard head start. I make that joke every year at the golf tournament. I'm like, uh, I'll make a joke about, you know, ladies' rights every time I see women in the force. Like, yeah, it's just wrong. And I'm like, all right, well, then drive up to your tees. They're 40 yards up there, and we'll talk about equality later. Stop! I'm like, no, you're the one that suddenly the equality thing doesn't matter. Suddenly the equal pay thing doesn't matter. Now you realize, no, we are weaker. Stop it. It's a funny joke, too. And no one was upset. So I thought Michael Johnson, the former sprinter, attacked Tiger for being drunk when he was driving uh, somehow he's never been a good leader he was, we always talk about his miraculous recovery we never talk about what he was doing that caused him to have to recover i'm like maybe we should dive deeper into who this guy really is it's like over a tampon joke you could be someone i can't like guy fieri could have made that joke and been like all right good one guy i can't stand you but that's funny you. that's funny uh, if, if you had any clue ladies what goes on in a foursome on a golf course with words you would, like all of us, would lose our jobs. Every single one. There isn't a, Brady is horrible on a golf course, making terrible sexist jokes towards a man because it's four men being men. Uh, 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 
humping around a, a thing, chasing a little white ball all over the place. And when a man hits it far, uh, what's the thing you say when you leave a putt short? There's two. There's two common oh, ones. Yeah. Everybody you, knows. You got a cotton in the string. You got a cotton in your string. That's a third one. Does your wife play? Yeah. Does your wife does play? Does your wife play? Hit the ball, Alice. Yep. I've heard all of those from multiple people. That if hit I, the ball, Alice, universal. <laughs> that's universal golf talk. Hit the ball, Alice, and you say it to yourself all the time. Why? Because you just hit it like a woman would. Perfect. You need, what happens, Brady, in a golf course if you don't hit it past the ladies' tees? You gotta whip it out and pants off. You have to play the hole with your dick out to to prove you're a man. Because <laughs> you just you just made it seem like you weren't. Suck it up, everybody! Pull this, pull the string, and get that tampon out and take a joke, America. The tampon is firmly inserted in the United States psyche. If this is a problem for anyone, Tiger Woods did nothing wrong. Period. Exclamation point! I should say. You ah. say period, people get upset. The tampy gate begins. Tampon gate is on, and everybody chimes in with their woke. Oh, I can't believe he would do that. And women are. The e- equality is that, no, there's no equality in golf. It's always been balanced by head starts and different things that you guys have. You know, it's different uh, handicaps. Like the holes change because they get, well, sometimes this hole is going to be easier because you're 40 yards ahead. Yeah. They change the entire course just so you could be allowed on it. And we didn't want you out there in the first place. Let me Let me go one step further than Tiger. You guys cried until we finally said, fine. You can play. And then when you played, you're like, it's too hard. Now what? I need a head start. Oh, uh, God damn it. And then we started adding ladies tees. The, the game was, go build your own goddamn golf course. I'll never forget those ladies standing outside the Masters. We want in. We want in. Well, no, what's stopping you? Go buy some land. Build a replica. We want this one. No, this is ours. But we want it. No. It's, uh, ah, can a fit. It was an equality problem. Memberships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, it's a letter of reference. You got to have referrals. What makes them mad is if they built it, no man would stand outside trying to get in it. Well, don't yeah. you want ours? No, not at all. We got one. Ah, why don't you use that? And they just want to invade. They're little viruses. They just want to invade the stuff we like. And now you're, you're seeing it's kind of changing a little bit because you got this swimmer that decides yeah. in college that Leah was. Like, all right. I'll huh? take it over. We'll do there it. go the records. <laughs> bye, bye, records. Yeah, I pray for the day that the dude, you know, the first one that did it was uh, Caitlyn Jenner and the joke John Lovitz made. Now do you get to hit from the ladies' tees? And that would be the advantage you get Huge. if you cut your dick off. And you're like, oh. And you still got Bruce Jenner's six foot four inch, 225-pound body. You're blowing up par fours. You should be on, and some of them went on and won. Oh, I hate that whole equality argument. And then you go walk 40 yards ahead to take your shot. I'm like, shut up about equality. Zip it. Can you imagine your if grandparents it, um, yeah. at uh, Scioto Country Club over there in Ohio playing, uh, and they're just happy as clams, just dudes out there every day, and then finally, like, we're going to let women on. And you finally let them on, and the first thing they do is start bitching about where they have to hit from. They've been begging to play the whole time, and they're like, all right, go ahead, play. Well, not from here. Oh, no, oh, no, no, you're not going to come in and change all the goddamn rules, too. They did. I believe at Sayota there's still Lady Days. Right. Not, not every day. You know what never happens on Lady Days? Remember, sir. Dudes wandering around going, can I play? <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to. We don't want to. Good. Lady Day is the way. Just look, guys, can we just give them a day? That would work. 
You want the golf course? Here you go. We want to play with you. Don't you want to play with us? No, we've made that abundantly clear by having those signs that say men only. It's the gayest we could ever act is to build buildings with signs that say, please don't come in. It's the He-Man Woman Haters Club. What would have happened if uh, last, this past weekend, it was an LPGA event and two girls were paired up friends? Right. Higher ranked players. One hand's the other a tampon? No, a penis oh. pump. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. Ah, well, if she drove one you, 300 yards, I'd give her a, yeah, dick, exactly. give her a dick pump, too. Or hand her a little uh, uh, syringe of testosterone. But, go, nice. You know, the one that outdrove hands one below that, you might need a little help there. It'd be yeah. a funny joke in a way. Sure. Here's the, here's the reason we didn't want you on the golf course in the first place. If we make a tampon joke, it becomes news. That's not dudes doing that. No man was mad at this. Not even a little bit. And then when you ask the golfing world... Oh, Every guy who's ever been on a golf course... It goes 99.9%. That is... That's a funny joke. That's a good joke. It's, oh, it's juvenile. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do when we're out there, because you know why? We have to mind our P's and Q's so much all the other times of our life, so we don't, you know, have a, a, a pussy boycott at home for saying the wrong thing so we can say it amongst our friends never had that in the bag but you know now that's no, added in there you know <laughs> take out the rubber snake first thing i thought the exploding of exploding golf ball i need to start bringing tampons yeah. to golf. now that it's uh, the tiger move i mean he's the great and they're like oh well that's the problem that's the problem is now being a legend like that and you see him doing off-color jokes. So this is why we didn't want you on the golf course in the first place. Off-color jokes are now a problem on the golf course. Oh, my God. Just cancel the whole game. That thing's never been about chasing the ball. It's always been about drinking. That's why cart girls are always kind of hot. And the things they put up with are intolerable. So long as we don't touch them. It's like a strip club. Say terrible things. I've, who was the guy that we were with that kept calling her baby or darling? Oh, no, that was when I was with Dale Hellestray. It was a guy named Dave Nash. He said, hey, darling. Hey, baby. And I'm like, what year do you live in that this is working for Hey, you? toots. Hey, yeah, it was toots. <laughs> Thanks, baby doll. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I'm like, she's not here to hear that. Just get your granola bar and your beer and move on. It's creepy. You're making me sick. I, if I have to stand it, that's great. And then you make fun of him. Like, this is the best he's got, lady. Because now you're teasing him for the move he's trying to make, that he's less of a man because of that. It's constant man bashing, mostly constant man bashing. Oh, I can't believe that's a controversy. I can't believe that's a thing. I was just, you know, the other thing I thought about is the uh, the commercial. I believe it's the, not the Geico progressive. You're turning into your parents. Mm-hmm. If that was reversed around, if it was the guy, if it was a woman in the elevator and he's coaching her, yeah. there'd be people it's called upset, mansplaining. You can just. Yeah, you would call it mansplaining. You can rip on wrong. the guy all day all long. Because we're cooler, period. That's it. Sorry. The best part is, is nobody's talking about this. I, I've been chomping at the bit. To go on the air. Saturday night, the uh, NBA All-Star Game celebrity All-Star Game happened. I don't know if you saw any of that. DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks. And this was on the heels of me just being annoyed at the whole tampon thing all weekend. DK Metcalf of the Seahawks went off. He played and out like, of course, you see the guy. He's a specimen. Specimen, He looks like the the mannequins at Dick's Sporting Goods with a head. Like, he's perfect. Like, this dude's body, like, that's just somebody who just works really hard and is amazing, genetically amazing. Dunks, four or five just outrageously good dunks. And, like, this guy's a beast. MVP of the uh, All-Star Celebrity Classic on Saturday. And I'm like, that's outstanding. Who else played? Because I didn't watch it, just saw highlights. Who else? Well, two WNBA All-Stars are on each team. They didn't even win. 
the basketball MVP of their own sport playing with celebrities. It sounds like it was unknown. You didn't <laughs> yeah, realize no, it, it was. Yeah, they couldn't <laughs> score. Because DK Metcalf was the by far the greatest basketball player on the court at any given time. And meanwhile, Diamond DeShields, I don't know her name, and there was somebody named Diamond and another one that has a crazy name. Uh, they were on the court the whole time doing nothing, doing absolutely nothing. And nobody said, wow, sure is shocking that two professional basketball players <laughs> can't win the celebrity game. That two of them can't dominate celebrities. And we're supposed to sit back and act like that league has some sort of a... Uh, the presence. Robin oh. Thicke just shut her down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, rejected by Michael Rappaport. <laughs> Rappaport's putting it back in Diamond's face, and it's like, well, okay, I get. But they didn't like. You'd think that if that if they're the professional high end that they claim to be, the that the celebrity game would sort of be off limits because it wouldn't be fair. They didn't even win MVP because they can't dunk. And DK Metcalf can, and it's beautiful when he does. He dominated. So I'm dying laughing at this whole thing. Like on the heels of all this, we're killing the equality in sports and all this. We need to be considered as even. We stuck two of your pros out there in a celebrity game, and they didn't even make any noise. You think that, I, I remember when I crossed over Michelle Timms in a halftime celebrity game, local one. And I'm like, did I just do that to a pro? I'm like, ah, she's not trying. And she goes, dude, again, mate, you're going to break my ankles. I'm like, what? Are you worried about my, I'm slow. And what's wrong with you? I know they get their separate weekend, but what would be a good comparison if they had that skills challenge? Oh, if they, like the three-point? No, I thought of this. You know? If, if uh, the NFL had a celebrity flag football game and a WNBA girl won MVP and there were two guys who played, you know, you know, you know, special teamers or something. Yeah, and they couldn't they couldn't make football work. Man, this list of people I'm looking at to play. Oh, like, it, it, who wow. was it? Who else was there? I uh, saw it. Let's forget. see, Diamond DeShields. That's her. Okay, she's uh, an WNBA. Calvin Johnson, former football yeah, how player. How old is he now? Sixty. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Marcos Mion or whatever. I the Miz. That. The Miz played, and the yes. Miz was the Miz was kind of lights out too. He was because he, he realized, oh, there's no defense. It's a girl. Your boy Albert Pujols. Pujols is just, he could barely walk. Uh, Everett Osborne, Ozuna, uh, Shikwa Walls, Shikwa Walls. I don't know who that is. Uh, uh, Geronimo Ro- Ro- Rodriguez, Kimmel's uh, live correspondent. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> that guy was playing. Yeah, that's what it said. He was right. on. Uh, he was on Team Ryan. Okay, and tw- Team Team Dwayne was that's Nikki Dwayne Jam, Wayne. Jesser. Wow. Uh, Simu Leo, actor Hassan. Oh yeah, man, they are uh, diving yeah. into the DK bottom of the barrel for celebrities. They Janelle uh, Monet. Janelle Monet is like five one, twenty one Savage. Simu Liu is, or Lee is the Shang Chi guy. You're saying Asian words that, don't, that, does, yeah, those, that wasn't a sentence to me. Francis Typho. Yeah, see, this is, yeah, this is impossible. So so what we're saying is two professional yeah. basketball players on the list should have dominated this game. You would think. You would assume so, but they did it, And no one's bringing it up. I am. That's pretty yeah. pathetic. So, you know, the tampon joke stands. Just because you don't like the joke doesn't mean, it, you know, it was universally unfunny. Everybody thought it was fine. Paige Baranek, who I fell in love with even more, went out and said, ladies, knock it off. Let the guys do their thing. 
please. And she was like, this is a joke between two friends. It's not even our business. Just because the cameras caught it. He should be better. Than what? He's having a good time. Yeah, I don't know. Janelle Monet. She's good. Yeah. She's five foot one inch Janelle Monet. It's crazy. I don't know who any of those people are. Yeah. And the Miz and Albert Pujols. Ozuna. <laughs> Guillermo played. That's hilarious. Like, that's... That's embarrassing. Diamond DeShields plays for the Mercury. Who knew? And they they got Brittany Griner back for one year. Oh, thank God. I read that on Saturday, Mike. I slept better that evening. It's a whopping contract of $165,000, and they complain that they want the same amount. And Tarasi signed back up? Yeah, she's back in. They're going to make one more run that no one cares about at all. So, yeah, I just, I was, I was, I was, I was bitter and angry all weekend at the tampon joke because it's like, okay. We have, and maybe you didn't find it was it the funny. talk on the golf Look, is uh, it, course on it, every golf of course. course. Is it highbrow? No. Is it juvenile? Yes. Are we allowed to do that? Absolutely. We can be juvenile sometimes. We can be stupid. We're so sick of hearing about your period every time a girl comedian goes on stage. But you know what? You're allowed to do it. We can't relate to it. So do your thing. Knock it off with any. If you were offended, pull the tampon out because clearly you're on the rack. If you were offended by it, STFU, I believe, is the internet. OTR. Yeah. I don't know what that is. What's On the that? reg. Oh, oh, I see. Thanks. I already said it, Brady. I know. I was just abbreviating it for you. I didn't need that. Wow. <laughs> we're good. But it's stupid. Everybody calm down. Oh, it drives me bananas. Equality this, equality that. And then they wander up 40 yards to hit their shot from their head start. Ugh. I got to hand it to Paige. Paige Paige nailed it. She's like, ladies, there's nothing equal about this sport. You play with those guys. You're going to feel you're going to feel, you know, a little bit less than when you watch them play. Unless you got cans like this, then yeah, exactly, <laughs> and that's why she quit. She couldn't even keep up. She couldn't keep up with the girls. There was a guy who hit a ball 371 yards over the weekend. I don't even know what that's. What is that? That's a that's out of sight. Yeah, you, that's ridiculous. He would hand me a tampon every time. I'm happy at 280. I'm jumping up and down like I just crushed one. Give me the full wings. I'll take. I will take a 280 drive. Then watch you go 370 and then hand me a tampon and be like, you know what? You're absolutely that's a hundred yard difference. You're right. And I would laugh my ass off if I'm playing with a girl and she put one past me and then handed me her tampon. I'd die laughing. That's hilarious. It's juvenile. You should be better than that. I'm not. Get used to it, because neither are any of my friends, by the way. The one, the guys who say they are used to it are lying to try to get in your pants. That's it. The only reason a the guy... The guy who turned them in. Yeah, the, exactly. The only reason the one dude. a guy who would uh, agree with you on this, the only reason he's agreeing is because he wants you. He wants to have sex with you. So he's actually right. making... It's worse. No dude is bothered by this. He's just afraid there's going to be a... a Pussy boycott. That's what he's worried about. Can you believe this, Terry? Oh, my God. I can't believe it. He's a terrible, terrible man. (laughs) And then he tells his friend, yeah, I agreed with my wife the whole time. She was going to be a pussy boycott, and I I can't have that. (laughs) Because she holds it hostage whenever he disagrees. So he just agrees. He lies to you. He agrees to make you happy. It's the the verbal equivalent of your 40-yard golf head start. Craziness. Pull the tampon out. Take a joke. 
Did you get to hear punches. any of uh, Vin Diesel? No, I did he not. He just did the intro. Yeah, that's all he was doing. I thought he was going to yeah. introduce the player lineup. Oh, yeah. Too. No, I thought he was going to do that, too. I knew no, he was doing he the No, he just big... did. It was an intro. I loved oh, I thought the, the NBA growing up. That's yeah. what I was... I thought the intro was a recorded thing to bring on the players. Not yeah. bring them out, but like introduce who they were. That's fine. I don't watch any... Like the All-Star game for the... The NBA All-Star game is an absolute farce. I didn't. It's one eighty seven, one seventy five, and there's it's nothing. like watching the Globetrotters or something. <laughs> it's it's like watching the Globetrotters practice. It's a shoot around. Nobody plays defense. Nobody's really trying. They set up dunks. It's like all right, this isn't a game. And that was the one thing I told you about. I mean, if you haven't seen it, I went back and saw the condensed version of the dunk contest. Oh yeah. Oh, that was. But Matt McClung. Yep. And again, that was one thing that white people have that we can. You know, you need to stop saying, "Oh, it's the the reverse race." The reverse racism works for white people, too, because a dude that looks just like Quentin Tarantino's son <laughs> won the dunk contest, and he's been in the NBA for half an hour. He's a G-leaguer, Matt McClung. Played he got, four games. He got traded end. a week ago. Uh, he's got a name because people are like, this kid can play, but it's he's he's an 11th out of 12 man on the bench, but he's got a ton of energy. How tall is he? 6'1", 6'2". He can bounce. Bounce. And he's a jumper, but if a black guy did what he did, no one would have cared. It still probably would have yeah, won, but it wouldn't it, have been a big deal. It does deal. add to it that he's it's white. Be, that he looks not just white. He's a nerd. He looks like a nerdy white kid. Mac McClung yeah. is a goofy-looking Quentin Tarantino He's like he clone. came from Utah. Yeah, he's got that dopey hair. He, he's, he's, he's the quintessential white doofus. And then he just shocks the world by being a 12-foot-off-the-ground guy. He jumped over a dude who had another dude on his shoulders and grabbed the ball off him, bounced it off the backboard, and dunked it reverse and it was outstanding i'm like well he's gonna win you could pull up a highlight bread if, if you haven't seen it it's, i found vin uh, yeah what are we looking for uh, no it's if he was a black guy no one would have cared it's just mac it, mcclung yeah it, it it was that was because he was white he won the dunk contest i loved every second of it too because it shocks people and he's done a, he did a couple of things that i don't think really they were good like dunks. original yeah he did them like a 540 yeah, it was pretty that, good. Th- there was just so clean. I guess that's it on the first is. try. Yeah, which is huge. A couple of guys missed your first dunks. Now you know what he's going to do. It's like, oh, okay. Well, you're going to get this Some commercials. And so it was. Yeah, but that was the one thing. I'm like, he's going to win because he's white. If he hits any of these dunks, he's going to win because he's a white guy. Truth. Because the other guys were doing amazing stuff, but we were like, yeah, but and even I think even black people in the crowd were kind of like, mm, everybody can do that. <laughs> You know, it's like you have to do something so spectacular. You're white. It all you have to do to is it. be well, like. You see Shaq's reaction. Oh. You see all the different Dominique. Everybody was like, oh my God, that little white boy just jumped over people. No, he didn't. They can't do that. And black guy does it. And you're like, yeah, no. Kind of expected that. Didn't you do like a front flip? I mean, the kid just went completely airborne. And he's a nerd. He's a complete, like, he looks like somebody loaned him. The only thing he's missing is a name tag on the jersey. Yeah, yeah. Brother I'm, Mac. My name is Mac. <laughs> look at his face. It does look like Quentin Tarantino. Wow. And Gabriel Union was like, oh, my God. If he was not white, this wouldn't have mattered. Come on, Kenny. That's great. Look at this. I mean, there's some sky going on for this kid. Tap it. Reverse it. Oh, and he did get hit in the head, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And everybody, everybody <laughs> lost their minds because Quentin Tarantino just threw down a massive dunk. He had a couple of great ones: the five forty, the reverse, the spin. That yeah, it's great. But it was because he's white. Yeah.
does add to it. It adds everything. They're so. like crack ass, crack yeah. ass. <laughs> Jonathan Majors is like, are you crazy? It's like when everybody lost their minds for Jeremy Lin. <laughs> Remember when Jeremy yeah. Lin, for like a month and a half, played basketball better than everybody else? And we're like, what's going on? It just looked wrong. Linsanity. Yeah, we had Linsanity. And then the headline that said chink in the armor. <laughs> and everybody went, oh, boy. And like 12 people got fired. And it was like, well, we all were probably saying something horrible. Yeah. Oh, this is Vin Diesel doing the yeah. intro. Kid from New York. I can't. <laughs> it's crazy. But, yeah, the whole the whole weekend went off. With, everything was kind of like, oh, I miss football. And I tried to watch some XFL or whatever it was. This was USFL. God, did that start? God, I can't. How was it? It's not. <laughs> How's the uh, crowd? What crowd? That's COVID. I think is still affecting them. I think oh, they still have COVID rules. It was uh, it was all right. Yeah, it was Arlington is this USFL Vegas. or XFL? I don't. Uh, I think this was XFL. Okay. Anyway, everybody, we just need to start taking jokes again. Everybody out there needs to start taking jokes. If you're offended by a joke, suck it up, move on. I had lunch with my friend who just recently had a stroke. And there were three other guys who were having lunch with him for the first time since his somewhat recovery. And he's about 90% back. And uh, all we did was tease him about stroke. <laughs> I mean, it's been a month. The dude's life almost ended because of a, something out of his control. Completely. We just teased him the whole time about, you know, words and Estelle Getty jokes. And we, just, we joked about Colin's stroke. That's what guys do. Is that, is that sensitive? Is that kind? No. Is it what guys do? It's what we do. We kick each other in the nuts constant. Makes us men. I've, I've never. I, I get. I get torn. It's, ap- it's loving for a guy. Absolutely. It's. I get torn apart for having two fake hips, and it's hilarious to me. It's like, yep, I'm, I'm way too young to have had my hips replaced, but I have, and I'll still kick your ass. It's like that kind of it's like that old man thing, and it's just it's, shut up. But if a woman heard what we were doing, you guys are being so mean. And God, then I can't believe he stayed there. Suddenly, it all changes. They hate you. We don't hate them. It's it's a it's love. Besides, he, what's he going to do about it? He had a stroke. We'll kick the crap out. <laughs> he's he's weak right now. <laughs> anyway, we're going to pull the tampon out. Pull the string, everybody. Tiger Woods made a joke he didn't like. It is not the worst thing Tiger Woods has done. <laughs> this isn't it. If Tiger, think about it. When Tiger in two thousand eight thinks, you know, Tiger, someday you're going to be. Beloved again, and you're going to make a joke about a tampon, and then people will hate you. I was like, really? After all this? Yes. You know what I thought when I first, I didn't hear anything, I just heard someone mention it, that Tiger Woods gave Justin a tampon. Right. And I thought, oh, why dude. is this, he gave her the one that he left <laughs> yeah, in the parking lot. He pulled out of that like, Perkins girl and tossed it in the parking lot. But not even on the golf line. course, he just <laughs> gave it to him. <laughs> a memento from his yeah. Perkins broad. One of the grossest stories in the history of... <laughs> and he was trying to do it stealth-like. That dude from that news magazine that yes. was chasing him around and saw him toss something out the window, and he went and looked, and it was the girl's tampy. Oh. Yeah. That's signed somewhere. And they've been handing it back and forth for years. Tiger and, oh. <laughs> Every time you outdrive him, you get Tiger's Perkins used. That would be great. Tiger signs it. Even the broad from L7's like, oh, that's yeah, too that's far. Gross. That's too far. Not the worst thing Tiger's ever done. I, I read one tweet where a lady said, how am I supposed to explain this to my daughter? Jeez, it's pretty easy. You just go, yeah, it was a joke. I'm funny, not funny, whatever. But he was kidding around. 
Does this mean that we're not equal? No, uh, the T's being 40 yards different means we're not equal. This was just a joke. Handed him a napkin. <laughs> no, to no. wipe the tears no, off. You just How tell old him. is a kid? It does. Said they wouldn't know. Four. It's a yeah. tampon. Uh, it's uh, signifying that he outdrove the guy next to him and made him like a lady. So he must be on that. Uh, he'd be better if he wasn't bleeding out his vagina. Is what he's making the joke of. Do you understand, kid? I don't. All right. Well, then quit asking so many questions. We'll get to it. You explain it by saying it was a joke about you know. Him out hitting this woman. He tr- yeah. He couldn't out drive him because he was bloated. And so the kid says, So the woman can't drive it as far as a man? That's the inference? Because kids know that word. <laughs> yep. that, uh, that's yes, exactly that's it. true. That's exactly it. A hundred percent. So women aren't equal? On the golf course, you'll see that immediately in the first hole or the men's tees. You know who I'm not equal to? In most sports, yes. Yeah, really good men who hit from that way far away tee that I'm scared to death of. I'm a middle one. I hit from what I believe is called the senior tee. That's the only way the game's fun to me. Uh, it, doesn't, it makes me less than the people behind me, and I know it. The tees, the guys hit off from the big tees, they're better at golf than me. I know it immediately. Dave Nash, a guy I play with, plays from the championship tees and bets that he'll beat me by five. And, and all of us get to play against him, and he wins. But he, uh, you know, and he also realistically handicaps it. Right. Well, no, because there's not a chance the if he's doing the you gotta watch him. If he's doing the yardage, if he's hitting from the men's super tees and I'm yeah. hitting from those senior tees with Dale Hellestray, it's even. Oh yeah. Well, I give you the advantage almost. Normally, you would. He's better than me by that much. That with a forty yard advantage, I still can't beat the guy at all. So there. Do I cry? We're losing fair. We're not equal. You're treating me like I'm not equal. And he would look and go, we're not. I'm a lot better than you. Oh, he's right. And I have to just suck that up. I either have to try harder or admit it. And I've chosen to admit it. <laughs> trying harder seems like a lot of money. You have pride to a certain extent, but you're never going to play that guy equal. No, he's better than me. Yeah. I can, I can, I can, uh, I can know All that. All day. I can know that. It's crazy. Pull the tampon out, America. It's President's Day. Which, by the way, thank God we've never had a president who's had to do that. <laughs> you know, a woman president. Because the sensitivity level's too high. I'm all for it. Don Lemon can't go to work anymore because he said women are out of their prime and they're fit. Like, everything went woke crazy Did this weekend. get legs? Oh, he's not allowed at work today. <laughs> not because it's President's Day? No, it's, well, that's what they're trying to, like, kind of go, well, he's just not coming today. It's like, we're... President, it's president. So, like, that's not why. Because the rest of the and staff he's saying there, that's not even his words. He's he, he was saying that a lady was saying men are too old to run for president. He agreed, and she said a woman in her prime. And he goes, well, a woman in her fifties isn't in her prime. And then the lady with him, the poppy lady, goes, oh come on. He goes, you know that that's women in her prime, twenty, thirties, for maybe her childbearing prime. All right, you know, I'm not in my prime that's anymore. What it initially was set right. up to be. It's called right? over the hill. You're in your fifties, yeah. and none of us are in our prime in our fifties. We were better before at whatever we were doing. But you can still be good. Nobody's saying that black and white nonsense. And Don Lemon's not allowed at work anymore because he, he said what's true. And they're going after him, and he's one of theirs. He's gay. He's black. He's on CNN. I think it's the first time I've ever agreed with Don Yeah, Lemon. and he goofed, and they, they cannibalized him immediately. We're in a weird, it's a weird, like, the whole weekend was like, who can we kill? Like, they're out this weekend. They're out to get him. Uh, and I don't care. Like I love it because I just. And then Tiger made the the crucial error of apologizing. 
Did he? Yeah, I he thought he... that day, Friday afternoon, he was. Look, it was a joke between. If I, if anyone was offended, I apologize. Oh yeah, that's not. Like, you're done for people. You're done. Just look and go. It was a joke, you guys. Calm down. And take your take your hits, but every everybody's on your side. Like the majority of normal people are on your side. Let the lunatics fly. Uh, let's get a wake up song for President's Day. I have a feeling that lump and peaches and stuff is going to show up. Maybe something by L7 because they're known for their tampon toss too. Get it, uh, a good wake up song five eight five nine eight hundred, and we'll scream it together this President's Day. It's ninety eight KUBD. Wake up! It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Did you start a yogurt business? <laughs> Sorry, Brady said something hilarious. Yeah, Brady said something funny. Uh, and that's a glorious day. I'm getting all these emails from guys who are just fed up with this the tampon thing. But what Chris Taylor says, why did Tiger have a tampon readily available? Because he was going to be funny that day. He's they've, like Carrot they've Top. had that joke. Right. They probably the two of them passed him back years. and forth. Like a, yeah. he's, he loads his bag with props. Well, usually, hilarious. Or it's one. It's the last guy that had it. Yeah, it could be. It gets passed around. But even if it wasn't, even if it was the first time he'd done it, he brought it just in case. Because clearly there'd been a conversation going. I'm going to outdrive you every hole. All right, lady. Do and it. they got paired up for the first two days. Together. Right. He's got a prop bag with him. I mean, he, he's what is he, Fozzie oh. Bear? Waka waka, <laughs> waka 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 waka. <laughs> Let me reach in. The guys, some guys have jokes in their bag. For sure. Uh, like crazy. It's annoying sometimes because the jokes are very rarely funny. That's a good one. Alan said, this weekend I had two putts go short on me. And after the second one, I said out loud, hit it with your purse, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, women's equality is just another excuse for them to cry. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Wow. Says, uh, man, you couldn't be more right about guys' humor and women not getting it. One of my buddies is a combat vet. He lost both of his legs. He's got no legs. As his friends were such pricks, for his birthday this year, we got soccer balls and jump ropes. (laughs) Not one wife thought it was funny. That's the last birthday party with them. Why would you do that to him? He's got no legs. Precisely because he has no legs (laughs) is why we did that to him. Which is hilarious. Uh, Scott it's like Haines nobody had, will talk about, you know, what it's in, in the room. Like the guy's got a nail in his head. Right. Well, the nail in his Notice. head thing. That's a woman's problem. Yeah. Uh, this one says, uh, I wanted to see uh, Justin Tom- Thomas hand Tiger Woods a driver's license manual. Because <laughs> that would have been great. We'll watch everybody get upset about that. Uh, and then uh, Scott makes a great point. Says, you know what just happened here? Uh, Tiger Woods is going to leave the PGA and go to that Saudi Arabian live thing. Because that group of people knows how to handle women complaining. <laughs> Tiger will never have to worry about his tampon joke in the Saudi Arabian-run live tournament. <laughs> yeah, the woman who is mad at you, Tiger. Oh, no. Should I apologize? It's been dealt with. Oh. <laughs> oh. She will no longer be complaining. <laughs> I watched a show this weekend someone sent to me. And I've watched it before. 
uh, it's called uh, My Strange Addiction. It's on the Learning Channel. Is it over or are they doing new I ones? don't know, but this was one new to me. Uh, and it was a kid. It looked newer. Like, the car was new. Er. Uh, the kid had to tell his dad that he uh, is uh, having a sexual relationship with the vehicle. What, what, what? Yeah. He's in love with his car. And then they go into the whole thing about what that, that's a real thing that some people have, the inanimate object. What's I mean, the term? I some, forgot the uh, name of it. They lunatic? It. The lunatic is the term. Brett's I mean, yeah. absolutely right. It's lunatic. But we coddle these things now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, well, there's an objective file. That's the thing. And then this is a subset of it that's an automobile something something. Okay. But you're right. It's objective file. You find objects sexual. Because I've seen the episode where the guy had blow up things. Like he'd have, you know, like a pool floaties. Blow up shark, or and he was having sexual thoughts about that, and he had to tell his best friend that I'm in love with inflatables. I have sex with inflatables regularly, <laughs> not inflatable girls, but like you know, a big Pokemon that he can blow up and all that, and he rubs up against. And the and the kid had to tell his dad, and his dad's standing there, and he says, "I have to tell you something." He goes, "I have an intimate relationship with this vehicle that we're we're leaning on here," and the dad's face was just like, hmm? "You called cameras for this." And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, I have a sexual relationship with the car, with this this car I've got. And his dad's just staring at him. You can just see it. Like, I want to hit him so hard. Like, I just want to bury this kid in the ground. I don't, I've raised a nut. First of all, if that's true, why did you bring the crew in? So, right. So, so now it's to embarrass dad. So, and, and just to be, and he's like, so, and his dad's kind of like, explain this to me. What? And he goes, well, I, I feel intimate, emotional love. For the car, I don't feel it for people. I feel it for the car. And he's like, and this is normal. He goes, it's very normal. And, and you can tell the dad wants to go, is, is the furthest thing from normal ever, or there wouldn't be cameras here. But And the kid has to know it's not. And so he, he's like, all right, what, what, is, what do you do? And he's like, and you have sex with it? And he said, yeah. He goes, it's a lot of like rubbing up and down or finding creases. And he goes, with the car. He's like, yeah, and I've never, ever seen, again, high five from Dr. Lynn, get to book your appointment today. Like, there has to be a rule where you can break up with your kids. There has to be, because if your wife does something, you can, you can, legally, you can get rid of your wife, right? And she can get rid of you. Like, if you were a husband and you said, I have sex with the car, and your wife said, that's enough, it would be like, nobody would bat, but because it's your kid, you're somehow, like, if Kirby said she has an intimate relationship with the vacuum, you could, in, but it's not going to change, and you're, and you, you can break up with her. Like there has to be a Cordell and Cordell for saying I'm divorcing my kids. And there I'm has going to, to adopt the vacuum. There has to be a a bigger drawer at the fire department for the ones who turn like 15, and you're still legally obligated to them to break up with them. You should be allowed to break up with your kids in that moment because I saw this poor guy who's done probably the best, and he even says at one point he goes, uh, "Is this because I wasn't around enough?" Is this somehow my fault? Because that's what he feels like, and it is. He did something wrong. What happened? Where did what, the, what's uh, going on? Yeah. And and you can tell his heart is just shattered. It's and he's <laughs> old enough to drive, right? The oh, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I, 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 he might have been in his early 20s. Gotcha. But there has to be a moment. It's like, you know what? I think I'm going to file some paperwork, and we're going to call this. This is over. Like, I don't, like legally, I don't want any more. Well, let's cut the cameras me. and let's get you some help. <laughs> right. Well, no, that's the thing. He said, do you need help? I was like, no, I don't need help. The one thing, he's like, this is not something I need a psychiatrist to fix. Don't try to fix it was a thing. Don't try. 
This is my. This is what I love. I and, and he, at one point the dad goes, "Well, you always were kind of a weird kid." <laughs> and then he goes, "Well, I was a loner. I was a. I was. I didn't get along with the other kids." And you're like, "I didn't know that it would lead to this, but I guess what the f- is going on?" And the poor dad just sat and just like, "Okay." And then he kind of came around because I think the cameras made him feel like if I act like a dick, I'm the bad guy here somehow. But there has to be like a like I want to start a law firm for like, are you tired of them? Do you want to divorce your kids? I get it. Well, if he's in his twenties, he's old enough. You basically sure, but I mean, let's let's, well, yeah, but up till twenty five, he's probably still in the car insurance. I'm not paying that kid's car insurance anymore. If he's if he's if he's the F one fifty, I'm not paying one hundred and thirty dollars a month for that. There's no added. Insurance price just to co- cover the uh, collision, yeah. or whatever. I, I'm not. You're not on my phone anymore. You're I'll not, cover you, but not your car. You're not on the family plan. You're not invited over for things. Yeah, but they just we're just we just need to divorce legally and not make it a thing where you have to feel obligated to stay with one of those things. It, it, it's just in that moment, I'm like, this guy needs a lawyer to help him separate from this person, as if it were his way. And you can say we can still be friends. But, you know, call me Tim now from now on. No more dad. That's enough. I'm divorcing you. I can't. This is not a normal. You're not normal. And if the, if you were one of my coworkers, I wouldn't hang out with you. But I feel like I have to because you're my son. Let's just end it. And make make that okay. When parents abandon their kids, uh, it needs to be more understood. Because I'm watching these shows where the kids are and like. so the kid had no uh, friends. No, he's had a couple, but I mean, none of them. That He was attracted to the vehicle. Like, yeah. the car is his thing. Look, I'm a car guy, and I love my cars, but not like <laughs> yeah, that. you don't want to stick anything no. in it. And if you might you have voice... tried it once, you know, eh, whatever. It's a guess. I think You've I never crossed the line. No, I've never crossed the line with my car. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've come close. There's a lot of little nooks and crannies and jeeps. You're like, I think I could probably bury myself in that. You give it a run. In the 10th or 12th time, you realize this is just dirty. Nobody should have sex with their car, ever. And if you do, and you don't want help for it, your parents should be allowed to dismiss you as human beings. That's it. But, I, it, like, we have this rule where it's like, it's your kid, you got to stick with it. Why? 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 We can divorce wives. We can divorce husbands. We can eliminate people from our lives at work, and you can quit your job. The only thing you can't quit is your kid. And I think we should legally uh, allow that. After 12. For, for me, it would be... Um I think I could do it if I felt like I did 100%, like I I did everything I could yeah. for him. Then somehow or another, it yeah, just has to be similar. Something. I mean, it's like any kind of relationship. Well, like I've done my part. Right. I feel like I gave it 100%. Absolutely. But and that's if it's a not going to work, it's not going to work. Right. This isn't working out. Yeah. I think there, I think there so needs to I be parent to child. This isn't working out. To yeah. us. I've done everything I can. I just can't. I don't understand. I'm going to let you go. I should have went and visited Dr. Lynn. Right. I didn't, and that's my mistake. I've done the best I can, I, and you have to stick it out for 16 years. We need to just make it – look, it's just not working out. What do you mean? It's just not working out. And I guarantee you half of these little mental brain games of I have sex with the car or I think I'm one of 350 different genders would go away – if parents were allowed to abandon you, like legally. I know this is tough, but picture yourself if you're a parent – yeah, and you had objectophile son, yeah, or a drug addict son. Yeah, you do what you can. Which can't. would you? Oh, uh, drug addict. I'll take the drug do. addict a thousand times over again. Really? Yeah, because there's places and stuff set in stone that are kind of like here's how you help a drug addict. Whether it works or not, that's different. But there's at least a, an avenue to go down. Objectophile, a, a kid who has sex with a car, is a nutbag 
all by himself out on an island, and there's no real knowing how to fix that. And plus, it, it, now it's on TV, so you're forever remembered that way. Here's the difference. Five years from now, let's say your kid, uh, I find out, and you are accepting of it, that she uh, she goes and, and gives the Lincoln a good f- now and again. Yeah. <laughs> and I know about it, right? And then, uh, and then you got another kid who's doing heroin, and I know about that. Five years from now, your kid that's off heroin... I'm proud of him. Five years from now, the kid that was f- the car maybe has stopped, but that's forever. Are both? I'm always going to think, you know, that kid used to try to f- Brady's Lincoln yeah. all the time, and he caught her, and that's a thing. And then the other kid's off of heroin. That's a good deal. But the kid that was f- the car is always the kid that f- the car. So it's, it's never true. ending. Yeah, that doesn't But stop. what I'm wondering about is, um, one, are both, uh, I guess would be yes relapse they could have relapse oh they could have a relapse and yeah and they're getting in a parking because lot because you're you know the heroin thing you know for sure it's yeah. just it's day by day yeah and your daughter I wonder if the in the parking lot at stake 44 eyeballing that uh, hood ornament off of a Bentley thinking well, okay I gotta get back on the pony until this moment right now I never thought there'd be anything worse than having a heroin addict as a kid <laughs> but you know <laughs> oh no there's there's worse I never thought there's that worse. but now it, wow yeah. eyes wide open yeah, this one says, "Why wouldn't you just uh, on TV knock that kid's teeth out?" <laughs> like, yeah, that would have been a nice option, but again, the slippery uh, acceptance world that we live in—you can't have my dad. You're doing what to the Jeep? I, uh, I, pretty regular. It's my boyfriend. Oh, and he was calling the car a boy, so he's also gay with it. And I don't know how that worked, but he, he the, and he, and the dad was just like, "I gotta, I gotta accept this." My dad would have just t- here. Give me the keys. You're not you're not grown up enough to have a car if you're f- the car. You you can't treat your things better than this. I'm still gonna go in the garage and I'm still gonna f- the Jeep, Dad. No, you're not. You're not allowed in the garage. You're, in fact, you're not allowed here anymore. I'm gonna put you in an in an asylum. I would have been in a padded room and right. My dad would have been right, and no one would have known about it. And I wouldn't have signed any sort of paperwork that said, "Yeah, go ahead, air this on TLC." Could you imagine the meanest dad in the world of that? Um, addicted program. The dad just takes it down to the junkyard and cubes it the car. Cubes the car, and then takes you right to the nut house and goes, "Get in." <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. What? You're, th- are you are you assuming that I'm going to f- tolerate you putting me on TV and saying you f- cars? You're going to the nut house. Here's your boyfriend now. You don't love me. <laughs> you don't love me. Right? How could I? You're an insane person. Before I read about you on the news, firing away in a parking lot at a college, I'm going to try to get you in a nut house. You're going to a nut house. We need to reopen all the nut houses. They close so many of them saying, well, it's not right to call them nuts. Uh, uh, yeah, it is. It's crazy. But this whole show, I was, a, I, look, half of it I know is is theater. That, that, you know, everybody had to sign papers to be part of it. So dad was a little bit nutty in the first place to go, sure, I'll go on TV. I'm not doing it. How right. much? Yeah, well, they don't pay them. That's the worst part. Oh, if there was a big oh, check well, free that. treatment, maybe they offer them free It would have to be. And that would be the deal. It's like, look, I'll embarrass my entire family, but you guys have to pay for his treatment. That's what Dr. Phil always does. I do like that about Dr. Phil. He'll bring a nut bag on, and they say, I, I, I love to cars and stuff and then dr phil will be like you know that's crazy right we're gonna pay for your therapy and we're gonna if you agree to leave today dr phil always throws in that last moment of like it's a it's it's kind of like a carnival bar it's a one-time only offer 
We'll get it to you, but we got a car waiting and a plane ready to go. You're going out to my my friend's and as place long in Georgia, as you need it. and you can stay. Then we'll pay for it, but only if you take it. It's like a timeshare. Take yeah. it today, or the or the deal's out. He only wants to help you if it can be like you give him a yes right then and there. And then they like he's the person says yes, and they film him getting in the car and driving away. We got him the help they needed, and everything seems good now. And he's all proud of that, but he he doesn't really want to help him. He wants him. He wants to force him to say yes that day. But, yeah, you, you should be able to say, oh, my kid went crazy. And people should understand it. I abandoned my son. Why? Oh, yeah, he came to me and told me he cars, and I'm like, eh, I want a divorce. <laughs> I don't even know if you'd say that. No, because people would be like, where'd your like, son what? go? Well, yeah, I, but that's the fallout. That would be the toughest thing. That's the All thing. Right. Cause it's like he loves his car. Sometimes you'll talk to a guy. <laughs> sometimes you'll talk to him and go, I haven't seen him for a while. We've been in this situation. We're like, hey, how is everything? I got divorced. What happened? Oh, I found out she uh, she f- like 800 dudes every yeah. single day of our marriage. Like, no kidding. Yeah. I was oblivious to it. And I found out that this was like she's addicted. She's a prostitute. Found out my my wife's a prostitute. Oh. And then so you don't really want the information, but the dude tells you anyway. We should make it more acceptable. It's like, hey, how's the family? Oh, I got rid of my kid. Oh, no kidding. You guys broke up? Yeah, he was in the car. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Reckon it? We shouldn't, no. we shouldn't frown on parents who say goodbye to their children who the garage parts. Ooh, I understand. Yeah, oh, no, that makes sense to me. What's, do, you, do you keep in contact? Nah, Facebook. You know, one of those things. Like, we shouldn't be so down on the parents. Well, you got to try harder. Why? Well, I've done enough damage. Shouldn't we be apart? Like, this person was with me for 16 years and started the f- the Peugeot. I don't think it's a good idea for me to be around him anymore. I think I might be responsible Parents for this. Parents get blamed. Yeah, right. And that's what, like, the more I'm with him, what's next? What's he going to start blowing Peterbilts? Yeah, it was just best if we just parted. I wasn't good for him. He wasn't good for me. I think about, um, at the time, Bruce Jenner's mom, when Bruce became oh, Caitlin. Yeah. And had the you know the sit down with him. I had a son for sixty four years. Yeah, she was going to be tough. Yeah, and everybody applauded. Like so, if she said, "Well, I had a son for sixty four years, and now it's a daughter," I don't really have a. Yeah, but the, people in their eighties just don't give a flying f- anymore. It was anymore. the right yeah. time. <laughs> was, yeah, you just tell her like, "Hey, by the way, I'm going to be a woman." Like, what do I got? Eight months left. I can tolerate this for eight more months. What is it? A baseball season of me dealing with your f- insanity? Okay, I'm checking out. Like, Jimmy Carter probably just found out his son wants to be a woman. You know? All right. Put me in hospice. <laughs> Rosalind. I'll check out. Rosalind, I didn't know this was going to be a thing. I'm going to hospice. But you're not even sick anymore. I'm going to be. If he keeps talking in that dress. But, yeah, I just, I, watching that show, I, I came up with the idea, we need to be nicer to parents that have abandoned their kids. We don't know their story. You can't abandon a young one. We should celebrate them. You know, you, it, that's the thing, like you said, like you, you've done all you can. But 17, and the kid comes to you and goes, by the way, I f- cars. You're like, yeah, I'm bad for you. We need to break up. If you they know, can be emancipated at 14, right. you can emancipate well, Yes, and there, we need to stop frowning on that. Well, what happens to them? Who cares? What I was doing to them isn't right. The kid was f***ing the Peugeot. Yeah, I caught him. With a mouthful of tailpipe, and the uh, it's time we broke up. I, uh, this well, isn't working out. Well, your soul can pay the bills. <laughs> right. This isn't working out. Well, if your girlfriend's going to live here, she's going to start kicking in. Oh, it's a car. I know. You're the f- lunatic that bangs it. I love you, Aztec. If Alex, Toledo, if Alex came to you and said, hey, i got to let you know that I've been pretty much having a pretty torrid affair with your car when you're not, you know, when you're asleep. 
And uh, look, dude, that girlfriend of yours really <laughs> messed you up. Right. Do you need to talk to me about being normal? Because you keep this up, and if you want me to pretend this is normal, you're going to be doing it with your arm strap behind your back and one of those real long-armed coats. Which uh, I think what is frustrating for the parent, you know, the dad is like, I never saw any signs. Or yeah. like, you know, when did he fall for the car? Yeah. How could I have gotten this early and said, no, this signs. is. Yeah. There's, a lot always, of, yeah. there's, there's always something the kid just <laughs> strokes the door a little long. Toward, hey, hey, just open the door. I see that. What are you do this weekend? Yeah. Work on the car? <laughs> Yeah, the the thing that always like I love Bill Burr's last special because I I feel like Bill Burr like I might write for him and don't even know I do but when he did the thing and I just love the way he said that he's like remember about twenty years ago when somebody'd start acting up and going crazy two guys would show him and go hey buddy how you doing making a lot of noise today you just put this giant jacket on and then you know strap him up and take him away we don't have that anymore <laughs> we have TV shows that make the guy hearing the news that his son is having sex with a f- Ford, he's the bad guy. The dad would, he, the only person that can look bad in this scenario is the dad if he reacts wrong. And we all wish the dad would go, shut the f- up. I'm going to beat the lights out of you if you tell me that uh, you have sex with this car again. Everybody wants him to be that world's longest cry dad. <laughs> That's what we're the. <laughs> that dude's awesome. Though. I kind of want that too. So, how did the show end? Uh, the marriage. The guy married his feet. <laughs> He married a Fiat. Well, he's mad mainly because it was an Italian car, and it, you know they're Jewish. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't stick around to see how it ended. I think the, the dad was accepting, and then I'm like, "Well, this is." And then I was off. He's of my like own. To, to end it. Okay, yeah, I accept. Yeah. Get yeah. the cameras out of here. I wandered off into my own show in my head. I'm like, "Well, what do I want to see out of this? I want to see at the end he's got an option to divorce his. He can divorce his son." Like you're right. I didn't know. Like it's. Great that you've looked into that, that kids can emancipate at 14. See, I I appreciate that. And we need to stop frowning on that. We have to understand more that parents are like, look, we were together for 14 years. Uh, It was a good long run, and he went nuts. And I think I had something to do with it. So I think I was bad for him, and he was bad for me. And it just needed to end because I'm not allowed to put him in a nuthouse. My friend was 20 when he decided that John Waite and the Dalai Lama said, chop your head off. Oh, jeez. And he tried to. And then he jumped off a second-story balcony and landed, and his parents found him in the backyard, and like, and he lived, and they're like, all right, to the nut house with you. And it's time. You, you, they didn't, like, sit back and go, you know, the Dalai Lama, and you were having a talk? I'm like, what's that like? No, they were like, oh, that's, that's pure, absolute f- crazy. Let's get you in a, in a place. And they did, and that's the right thing to do. Because he had gone, something happened. Chemically, he wasn't right anymore. As far as we know, he's better, but, you know, you're still going to have that. But, yeah, you ask the question, what would you rather have, a heroin addict or a guy <laughs> porking away on the Explorer? Uh, I'm taking the heroin guy. I think that's something we can fix. More accepted. Yeah. I mean, you know, at Thanksgiving or whatever, relatives get together. It's The heroin guy is like, just don't <laughs> offer many drugs or an alcoholic. But when the kid comes over, just don't talk about cars. Yeah, could you guys Uber? Everything so else is fine. So, don't bring up cars. So our driveway's empty because I can't have him facing all that temptation. I mean, it's bad enough we got to drive down Camelback and see all those dealerships. <laughs> John, the world has become an effing Jerry Springer show. It is. Jerry Springer is normal now. Yeah. Like, that's pretty – like he would have a hard time coming up with this stuff. He's apologizing for his show now. Yeah. He's like, I think I had something I started, to do with this. I yeah. started this. Thing. Again, he feels was, like yeah. he, he's not wrong. Yeah. 
shining a light on this and then making it like, okay, this is out there. Then other people are like, oh, good. I'm normal. We need to put, again, shame and categorize things as like this is a shameful activity and you need to uh, be ashamed of yourself and stop it. Not uh, Having sex with cars is unusual and not normal and it makes you nuts. And I don't know what's around the corner, but I don't want to find out. So let's get you in a in a big long jacket in a room that's just filled with white things, and you'll get three meals a day. And doctors will talk to you, and you'll you'll understand what Rorschach tests are, and we'll all figure this out in the end. But I, if this is your normal, I don't want to know what you think unusual is. And usually that manifests itself uh, with an AR-15 in a parking lot, and everybody's like, "Well, I tried so hard to just be his friend." Nope. Sometimes you have to tell them to, that they're that they're they're absolutely crazy. Would you rather have a drug addict or a car humper? That's a tough one for you. Yeah, because I, I still, for some reason, I feel um, the car humper is uh, fixable. <laughs> so is a drug addict. No, I think addiction is oh, always there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It never But leaves. the car sex is an addiction. It, I'm, I'm just, you know, in my mind, I'm hoping that's a phase. Yeah, I'll tell you can this. correct this, this behavior. One's an addiction. One's yeah. a mental disorder. Right. Yeah, that I feel is correctable. But maybe I'm wrong. Plus, you get I a new car every six months. Yeah, this kid right. would be going nuts. And yes, I realize. That's true. Fresh yes, meat. <laughs> you're, bringing, you're bringing metal pussy to the house constant. Yeah. You're like a pimp. I mean, I like cars, like Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I like them too, but. You know, I get I get emotionally attached. I do probably do too, Brett. You get emotionally attached to cars. I'm like I couldn't, yeah. I can't sell this. Really? Like, I want this car forever. I have my white Jeep, and I've had offers and stuff. I'm like, yeah, something about this one. I'm keeping it. And it's in the shop right now. I broke something on it. It's but is it cost, majority of the time like she's it. a beauty? No. Or do you go? I've heat? never said that about she, my car. Yeah. I call it whitey. Uh, it's a good car. I've engendered I, I, it. I can what? tell you this. Whitey. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, I call it whitey, and the black one's What's blackie. What's the black one? <laughs> And we, like, we'll say it at the house. They'll like, take Blackie because he's ba- he's behind Whitey. He's blocking Whitey, which is rare. Oh, Whitey usually, Whitey usually, Whitey usually holds Blackie back, but uh, sometimes the flip flop happens. But I have Whitey and Blackie. I don't gender them because they're not they're not living creatures. I, I, I don't give it a. a oh, this is my fella. This is my big boy. Look at the dong on him. It's not. It's not a. It's not a. An animal, not a living thing. So, yeah, I don't even consider it like a friend. She's been a good girl. <laughs> I don't say that. That's creepy. <laughs> uh-uh. I was thinking Immediately, Because they, uh-uh. they, they have to stop that uh, in the military because, you know, the ships and stuff. They don't no, I think sp- ships are still women. Maybe not. Yeah. You might be right. Maybe the Navy doesn't call ships she or anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But it's just, it's it's time. It's time we had some normal guy. Uh, go on TV and say I want I want out with my kids. I want I want uh, Learner and Row to have a moment. You got that husband and wife team. You got all Cordell and Cordell. Cordell and Cordell. They can break up with your wife. You can leave everybody in your. You can leave everyone except your kids. And Toledo has brought up to us all. Emancipation laws start at fourteen. He was kind of hoping and praying your boy had had the wherewithal to do that. Having the you know, it's when your radar gets up. Did like, you tell him that? Tick tick tick. Oh yeah, and somebody just—I just saw the title. I didn't read the email, but it just says Manchaka. Poor oh, Paul yeah. Manchaka Senior will never be, and it's not—we're not helping. But Paul Manchaka Senior is a legend on this show because his son, his namesake, Paul Manchaka Junior, 
pretended to be mentally retarded 22 times that we know of to get his ass wiped by day-to-day caretakers in his parents' house while they were at work. And he'd pretend to be mentally challenged. This hits the news. And the only person I can think of is Paul Manchaka Sr. going to work. There's no escaping it. He gave him his name. He had to go to work the next thing. Hey, Paul, saw your kid on the news last night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. I was thinking about your kid again. (laughs) She's laughing out loud at the fact that your name is now synonymous with a guy with a, a diaper full of poo pretending to be mentally retarded. There he is. Yeah, and then the worst ones are the stairs. I, got, I know, you. I know, guys. I know he was on the news. They're banging on Paul Manchaka's door. That guy had to go through life normal. He's normal. But his kid was pooing and... Normal? Well, as best he can. Okay. His son... Vanity plates, it says wipeies. And then what you do, you go to the... Like, I watched the Dahmer special, and I was blown away right. at the dad. Right. Not going, I want a divorce. Yeah. The mom did. Yeah. She just basically eliminated herself, and the dad was like, no, I love you. I... I he just couldn't let go. I, I, ooh. My kid turns into Jeffrey Dahmer. He's never seeing me again. Uh, whatever I did, I'm going to get blamed. Ted Bundy. Hey, absolutely. You get blamed for it. He's anyway. gone. Yeah. I divorced him years ago. And then, you know, people say that. Like, uh, you get a divorce. That guy got divorced and he went crazy. Like, he's just not the same anymore. Women, too. After the divorce, she went nuts. We could say the same thing. Like, oh, he divorced his kid and the kid went nuts. But it won't be his fault anymore. Cause like, like I think as Louis C.K. said, no one complains after a divorce. No. It's no, the, no one. I'm really having trouble working on my divorce. Yeah. No, it's like it's the best thing really ever. really having trouble dealing with it. It just, is the best thing ever. We're not good for each other. Let's let's just cut this off now. Yep. I've tried for 17 years, and, and you just hit me with cameras and TV and TLC to tell me that you're, uh, you're having sex with my car. So I, I'd like to end this relationship legally if we could. Please. That's it. Emancipation laws are awesome. Toledo, how close were you? Oh, at times. Ooh. The, really the, to talk him, did you bring like, it up look, to like him? downloading forms. Did you tell him, hey, here's emancipation stuff if you're interested? <laughs> no, I gave him the option a couple of times. Like, listen, if you don't think this is the right place for you to live, then let's start talking about <laughs> what that means. Oh, man. That's awesome. Some guy said, do you think uh, Paul Manchaka's dad would have preferred that his son just f- the Prius? <laughs> <laughs> or what he did. That's a great question. But either way, you got a nutbag on your hands. Time to put him away. Yeah, I just don't get it. Crazy people. Loads and loads of crazy people. Paul Manchaka. I'm sorry that we keep bringing you up. Poor guy. Poor bastard. We're on your team is what I'm saying. And if you never spoke to that kid again, I'd understand. What's well, my son. I love him. I'm like, no, you shouldn't anymore. You should stop doing that. What? Uh, I mean, I guess that's on us. But I'm saying, what if they are together and they're all cool? Who? What do you mean? Manchakas. Like, oh, sure. You can work it out. That's their world, more or less, I guess. But but. again, so long as, look, they should have the option. Everybody's, you don't have to get divorced from your wife when things go south. But you have the option. Parents don't. You don't have the option to divorce your kids. And just say the say the things that people say about, oh, I always care about her, but we're just not good for each other. And it's like, yeah, all right, whatever. I look at it, you know, the people that the that had the drug addict kid that bilked them out of money. Yeah. And they let them back stuff, around. And they're back in, and it's like, in a way, it's like, all right, well, good on them. I don't yeah. see that as beautiful I, but at I don't all. Know. I see that as a waste of, it's a mess. My aunt's got that. Yeah. Her 60-something-year-old son's living with her still. What? Yeah. He's been on drugs for 
55 years. Have some self-respect for yourself. <laughs> right. But when she's tried to boot him, she can't, whatever. You just got to eliminate that. I, I don't, you know, you're just, after I'm a while. I'm not saying about that situation. But after there, a while, but... you're just like, all right, you're, do, you're doing it to yourself. It's like when your friend's dating the hooker. And they break up, and you're like, "Good for you." You're gonna, and then they get back together, and then and t- twenty years from now, you're just like, "Well, we stopped talking because he th- he's with that hooker, and it's nothing but drama." Right? He should leave her. I mean, you can't say that about kids. He should leave them. Like if I looked at Toledo and his son a few years ago, I'd have said, "You should leave him." If it was legal, I think you should probably break up with right, him. Right. I don't think you're good for you each other. Can't because I think uh, the reason being is people would ta- have taken that and like, well. All right, I'm done with them. Right, at that's four. my point. Yeah, oh, not yeah, at yeah. four. That's why you got to go like fifteen or sixteen. Then... You can't do that. Like fifteen or sixteen, you can start talking about because, like you said, emancipation's at fourteen. If they can start making that choice, so can you. And we need to stop frowning on it. I know some people right now have their kids trying to kill them, kind of on a regular basis. <laughs> like you know, it's got some stuff going on and it's trying to kill them. It'll occasionally pop up and try to kill one of the parents. And nobody knows what to do. And I'm like, well, you divorce it. You, you divorce the child. Can we stop the killing? Can't you like a car <laughs> right. or something? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> every once in a while, the kid pops its head up and goes, guess what's going to happen tonight? I'm going to try to kill mommy. Uh, oh, God, be on your mind it because at least she's given fair warning. So they lock the door and they keep the kid out. And I don't know. It's like a teenager. But it occasionally goes bananas. And they're like, well, put it in a home. Oh, we couldn't. I'm like, what are you, crazy? <laughs> Put it in, that thing needs to be far, far away from you. But I love her so much. Like, it doesn't love you back. This is like a dog that bites. Uh, you can love it all you want, but it needs to be rehomed. It hates you. Dr. Lynch should have a statue downtown. <laughs> um, like one of those dictator ones yeah, that's Saint like 75 Lynn. feet yes. tall. St. <laughs> Lynn. And he just, like, he, he, he led the sperm away from the egg. Yeah, it's crazy. But watching that TLC show, a guy just banging away on his car and looking at his dad like, hey, asshole, guess what I do? And you have to accept it because if you react poorly, you're the one that looks bad. That's why Dr. Phil is so great. You realize what you're doing is terrible to your parents. and You're a horrible human being, but we can get you help. I don't know what I need help for. The kid was acting like And how many of them go through that show and refuse the help? I know. That's the weird one. I don't need it. I'm not doing it. We can take care of this. Whatever. And then Dr. Phil shuts that weird fifth grade notebook he carries around. <laughs> Have you noticed that every show he's got one of those fifth grade three like ring binders? M- my staff put this together in a three ring binder from 1988, and I'm, I'm using it. <laughs> he's, it's That's brilliant. why he's down to his last season. Right? Yeah, he's he's like, we're out of binders. This isn't working. <laughs> the binders are expensive. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I got a wall of these things. Like, put it on an iPad. Nope, binder. But yeah, the, uh, we got to be able to do that. My buddy texts me; he's got his two kids now, and one is like a baby, and the other one's like three or four. And he goes, "I admire men with freedom," and I'm like, "Divorce them." <laughs> no, I can't do that. I'm like, "I know." So don't don't look at other guys now. That's the thing. You just you got to just keep your eyes on the prize. Like this is your life now. Because I told you him, did this. Yeah, you did this to yourself. <laughs> like if you, you started your house on fire, now you're looking at mine, going, "His isn't on fire." Like, but I really love him, and I, but man, I, I wish I didn't uh, have all this trappings. I'm like, well, there's nothing to do about that. And then his biggest concern came up is that uh, he's worried one will eventually try to kill him. And that's that's got to be something you think about. <laughs> Am I raising a, a killer? They're out there. Somebody has to raise them. Look at your kid today and just ask. You're not thinking about killing anybody, are you? Are you having sex with a car? Because I've seen that, too. What if I was? Oh, God. 
I'm never. I'm. I'm I, I just. I think I'm set in my ways enough to never be that woke. <laughs> to never be that accepting of that. You come to me and say you're a non-binary objectophile. I'm just going to go. All right, long coat. We're getting the long coat. Alex is kind of the Uber for his his crew. It's like he's the one that drives everywhere. So I'm like, every time I go and I kind of check out his car and I find stuff in it, I'm like, all right. Who's this? Yours he's Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. Yeah. He's Michael yeah. Irvin. Yeah. Yours How many of these crack else? pipes belong to you? That is a large Tupperware with basil in it, Alex. What is going on? <laughs> you can't divorce him for that, but man, it's got to be a... No, I wouldn't divorce him for that, but still, yeah. I'm like, Jesus, But man. if you found like... Are you trying to cover your tracks? By the way, here's another thing you got to worry about with your kids. Uh, they're done with fentanyl. They're adding horse tranquilizer to it now. What? So the Narcan doesn't work. <laughs> like, you know what? We can, let's That's come up with a drug. That's why they wanted the Narcan to be over the counter. Right. Because the fentanyl, it fixes it. Like, if you're starting to overdose, that stuff will reverse it most of the time. Now they're adding horse tranquilizer to the fentanyl. And it's like, uh, this keeps the Narcan from working. Oh, boy. Give me more of that. <laughs> they're all bananas. How high do you need to be? The cops are saying it's a zombie effect. If you see, like, zombie people, that's the horse tranquilizer plus fentanyl. And I'm like, wow. I, 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 like, somebody even told me this is horse tranquilizer. And I'm like, oh, what is it? If, if it was a steak with horse tranquilizer, and I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> I don't know how you get to a point in your life where <laughs> horse tranquilizer seems... Or steak 44, and they bring you out a presentation. <laughs> the huge syringe. Would you like uh, peppercorn or horse tranquilizer? I'm like, peppercorn. What are you doing? Like, well, who who would eat this? Oh, you'd be surprised how popular the horse tranquilizers become. <laughs> I am. I'm shocked. I'm shocked beyond belief <laughs> that anyone would say this has horse tranquilizer in it. You're like, okay, give me some of that. That's a, it's absurdities one after the other. And the news tells us to us like, oh, there's horse tranquilizer in your kid's fentanyl now. <laughs> That's the least of your concerns is the fentanyl, and your kid's got horse tranquilizer also. <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Lynn, a 90-foot statue oh, yeah. of St. Lynn. Because, man, oh, man, the last thing you need is your kid dabbling around with fat on horse tranquilizer and coming to you going, I got a problem. Like, hey, you do. You're not in a long coat in a padded room, and you're about to be. <laughs> Tossing them in those rooms used to be a great way to fix stuff. They'd come out of there goofy, but they went in goofy. So you, you got a goofball. You're not going to get a perfect one out of that. I think that's the problem is everybody that tries to fix their kid expects them to come out like a shiny new object. They're still the goofball that went in. And now they're just kind of – they're a broken vase that's all glued back together. That's basically what they are. And so you, you're never going to have a normal one. Well, that's that's your feeling, Brady, is that you can send your goofball away and, and they're fixed. And they'll come back better. Yeah. They're never normal again. They're never better. Right. Quick well, lobotomy, it's all fixed. Oh, it used, that, to, be the way. That used I, to be the way. And, and you know what is a better that time? Pick up the nose. Make America great again. <laughs> I have no issues with that. Oh, what is? Uh, again, I mean, if, if, how, how down on Toledo would we be if he's like, guys, I gotta, I gotta take next week off. I'm lobotomizing Alex. What happened? Well, he broke out some cameras and tried to tell me that he, he's, he's f-ing the Prius, and <laughs> and uh, I took him in, and we're gonna, we're gonna remove the frontal lobe, <laughs> so he can't do any more damage. Like this is, he's so broken. <laughs> that I don't want him telling me that. I'm not even going to risk fixing it. I'll send you away once, and if you come back yeah. and start f***ing the car again, that's it. Your front of your brain's leaving. We're going we're gonna to put that thing in your mouth and electroshock you, and then we're going to eliminate that frontal lobe and zombie you up. 
It used to work. People hate lobotomies, but man, did it work. Why'd you do it? Oh, he f- the car, and then he was pretending to be retarded, and he was pooping on people. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, of course you took his frontal lobe out. That makes sense. He was a problem for society. He thought he was like 61 genders. He wanted to spend his life as a baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. We should be able to divorce them. Oh, you have plenty of local examples. You're right. That baby man. B- baby man wasn't causing harm. The second baby man started to be a problem. Then you look at him and go, all right, you're also nuts. You're allowed to be nuts on your own. The second you're dragging other people in, and again, if you have a baby man as a kid, you can divorce it. That's my point. Like you can say, you're, you're, if, if, if Kirby came home in a bonnet and was like, now baby girl. I'm like, no, you're not. You're nuts. And I'm going to put you in a home or you're leaving. That's, those are your options here. There's two options. You can volunteer to check into the hospital or I'm going to put you in the hospital. Those are the, otherwise, you're on your own. You don't accept me as a little baby? <laughs> no, I don't. And you're <laughs> pissing me off. We're at dinner. Could you get the pacifier out? <laughs> no, that's acceptance. If you've gotten to the point, well, of course, you're going to have dinner before you drop her off. But... I always think of Thanksgiving dinners with <laughs> yeah, the family and stuff. You're always thinking about a big meal. I understand. <laughs> that makes sense. The family get But how good would that be if she's in her big yellow bonnet with her, her bow peep thing and the whole family's like, what's going on? Oh, just run with it. She thinks she's a baby. It's like, oh, we're, we're not putting her away? We're going to put her away, right? Well, after we eat in the Bogan household. That's she's the... blowing a gasket right yeah. now. We can't find her binky. <laughs> Kirby Derb, do you mind taking the pacifier out during dinner? Daddy, I'm not a big baby. <laughs> put her in the home. <laughs> put her in the home. And if she keeps, and if it doesn't work, take that frontal lobe loose and just let her sit and veg and drool all over the car. It's better than the, op, the whatever she was doing. Yeah, which optic is better? Local DJ calls for <laughs> reinstatement of lobotomies is the dream here. <laughs> that's, oh. the, that's the headline I dream Stephen of. Stephen Holmberg. Stephen Holmberg once Steve. again. At it again. <laughs> Stephen Holmberg wants to lobotomize your kids. You have no f- idea how much. Like, like 90% of them need a nice, half their frontal lobe removed. Horse tranquilizer and fentanyl, and I've got to feel sorry for you? No. Anyway. It's bananas. Brett, again. Oh, high five. <laughs> Big one. You have to go home today and go, Kirby, I know you're a good girl, but you know not to take horse tranquilizer, right? What do you mean, no? Uh, Kirby wants it. Kirby has it. But not horse tranquilizer. Daddy's got a problem. Right. Well, Daddy's going to go to Mexico and get you some. All right, and Kirby needs it. At least it's safe when I get it. You have to at least have the conversation. Like, listen, do we need to talk about this fentanyl stuff? No, Dad, I'm not an idiot. Brady's swinging that door yep. open at the tax art. Hi there, Chief. Looking for a little horse track. <laughs> babies How in, much? Babies in need of some downtime. How much? What's it running? <laughs> you got a BOGO? I'll make sure, Kirby, if you're going to do this, buy it right. Tell you what, I'll bring you up on the morning cup. You shave off a couple hundred bills <laughs> from this. Come on now. That's expensive. No, you, you just don't accept it, and you move on. Anyway, what are you going to do? The whole world's gone nuts. It's President's Day. We need a president that comes out and says your kids are bananas again. All this coddling. It's all this coddling. I admire Toledo for handing his kid emancipation papers and saying, you don't like it? Here you go. <laughs> That's what my dad would have done. Oh, you don't like it here? Great. Options are, there are options endless. Hey, it was chief running water for yeah. me. Yeah, I know you. Up. You were uh, you were early on. 
yeah, your parents used bigotry and a threat of yeah. going to live with people of color. You don't straighten up? Straightened you right up. <laughs> you want to go live with people of color, Brady? No. <laughs> and then shape up. Shape up or you're going to Chief Running Waters. Oh, God, that sounds savage. Chief Running Water. <laughs> Brady was threatened. <laughs> Get on the phone with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. Anyway, uh, what do you got on the big board of um, musical appreciation on Our uh, Wake Up Song is brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Wintertime has been hitting up north again, Ooh. so it's time to get, it's time to get those snowboards More and tomorrow. those skis ready to go. Yeah, They said Wednesday is going to be the windiest day yeah. in the history of northern Arizona. And I'm like, how is well that we know of, you know. <laughs> Uncle Jed's weather system in 1912 yeah. isn't as reliable as we want it to be. But, yeah, they, it's going to be like 90-mile-an-hour hurricane-force winds along with snow. It's going to freeze the air, which is awesome. Yeah, so head on over to Action. They're going to hook you up with everything you need to get up uh, up north. Or if you don't want to go up north, it's too far for you. Hey, hit the trails. they got all the mountain bike stuff you're going to need. ActionRideShop.com. Or, of course, just go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, on the list, Kill Switch Engage, Metallica, Volbeat, uh, Clutch Twice, Strapping Young Lad, in Flames Ministry. The Beatles making an appearance with wow. Drive My Car. Uh, Jesus Built My Heart. And then we got Fear Factory Cars. <laughs> oh, so. that's it. All right. For the guy who bangs cars. Yeah. I like that. The Beatles Drive My Car is such a great song, too. <laughs> Baby, you can drive my car. But we ask that you don't f*** it afterwards. <laughs> it was a better world when you we didn't ever hear about somebody who f- the car unless it was to say that they've been taken away. I, as a kid, as a, a teenager, as a 20, 30, 40 year old, I never once heard about people having sex with vehicles ever. <laughs> because if they did, it was buried and they were taken away. And now I've seen it several shows and several times that there's a lot of them out there and that they have to be hugged. I don't get it. It needs to. The world needs to be. Uh, we need to reopen nut houses, and we need to start stuffing people in there. Too sweet. What are the odds that there's a Pornhub category for banging cars? A hundred percent. I don't even want to look. <laughs> and that is, you know, again, I, I always say porn drives the trends. Yeah. Uh, that part of porn didn't help. You know, you take the good with the bad. It's it's made technology go on into the you know. People watching stratosphere the feet hit gas pedals, all the fetishes. Well, that's a foot thing. Foot feet fetish. doing things, that's fine. At least it's human. I can understand why you find another human being's body part attractive. The car, inanimate objects, we're right out. You're going into the nutty bin. And Bring, if you take bringing the, home the love doll, you, if it's too much, if you fall in love with it, you're crazy. Yeah. I understand. I've had sex with inanimate objects that you've purchased at fascinations that dismembered mouth and that weird little butt i've done it but if i started to have a relationship with it it's time to pull my frontal lobe it's over set a place for my butt <laughs> coming home for dinner. right if i took it out and placed it on the table to eat with it, i'm like what's that it's my girlfriend it's my lady that is nothing more than a receptacle and get it <laughs> off my table you're not putting your jack rag on my dinner ah. table you let his girlfriend stay. That's a human being. Those are allowed here. That isn't. I love her. All right, to the nutty bin with you. You're going in. Here's your long coat.
Uh, it's cars for any of you who have a kid who's doing it. And I'm sorry if there's somebody out there with their head down going, my kid does the car thing. <laughs> somebody out there probably. It's gross. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Yeah, it's highly suspect. Love it. And that's Concert Psyching Rock, too. I do believe they're going to be here with uh, Muse. Yes. And Evanescence. To quote my friend uh, Chuck Powell, Muse. He's in town here. I had lunch with him yesterday. The great Chuck Powell. Uh, yeah, April 2nd. That's right around the corner, too, by the way. We're a month away from that. That'll be a good show. You cold, Brett? Always Did cold in this up? Did you turn it? It's ridiculous. We're allowed to move it now. Oh, it moves? You can go two or three degrees either direction. Oh, wow. I'm go do go it. Move it now. Yeah, because it gets to be Screw like this. 35 in here sometimes. We can't figure out our air conditioner. If we turn the air up in here, the other room stops having air. Screw that. And, yeah, I don't care about them. It's Saddam Hussein's palace. This place looks beautiful, but nothing works. I mean, it is the we- like Guadalupe was more functional as a building. <laughs> sure. Literally feces leaked through the walls. I wish I was making that up. Like one of those ghost houses where you'd come in sometimes and step on the carpet and like, what's going on? And there'd be feces pouring out of a wall. Right into Larry's office. Right into Larry. And nobody ever said, okay, we can't be here today. There's feces pouring out of the walls. We needed Zach Baggins to go over that place. We knew what it was. We didn't need We didn't need a guesswork guy. We knew exactly what was happening. We didn't need some guy coming and go, by the way, there's feces. Well, we know. And it would flood all the way through. And I remember opening that dishwasher no one used in our break room and oh. seeing poop coming out of that oh. drain because all of it was connected. And how many times that carpet took that. Oh. And we never replaced it. Never replaced. But still, things worked better there than this building. I had to talk. I'm like, hey, Dave's doing the best he can. He can't figure it out either. But the guy in charge of it, I tell Dave, I'm like, hey, sometimes that studio, first thing in the morning, there's nobody here all night long. It's like 38 degrees there. It was like 38 degrees. We got a problem. I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean? Like, we shouldn't be shaken. Brett should not go for a coat. <laughs> yeah, we're indoors. Have, you shouldn't have to see your breath. Right. We're inside. And, you go, and I'm like, but we're not allowed to touch the AC because people abuse that for some reason. Well, once, you know, if the equipment overheats, well, that's right. an expensive and that's the deal. Thing. So we're not allowed to change the temperatures. And then you go in Toledo's room right now. It'll be like 85. The room behind us. And yeah, then and you then go to the one next Paul's, to it, 35. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same, you know, unit. No one can figure it out. We've had, I should get Eric Bryan down here, see if he can do it. He'd be a magician if he can, because something's wrong with everything they built here. And it's hilarious, because Brett getting a coat right now indoors is, mm-hmm. it's like we're working in a meat locker. Well, Brady's wearing a hoodie. and You I have mean, to. I should be. I'm in long sleeves. I'm not comfortable right now. I'm not going to lie, but I kind of like it cold, but I was getting a little pushy. It's bad when you, like when I was doing overnights in August, I would go outside to warm up to, like during <laughs> the three o'clock sideshow and stuff, because it was so cold. I'd bring hoodies to work in August. <laughs> that shouldn't happen. Ugh. It looked, but hey, the important thing is, Sure. The inside of this broad is a mess, but she's pretty from the outside. Nobody knows. As long as she doesn't open up, you got yourself a beautiful lady. This building looks great. But, boy, if you ever worked in it for a few days, sometimes it just starts singing. It'd be enough. Turn it down or up because that breeze is I, cold. I turned it up. <laughs> if you, It was at 72 right. or I'd put it on 75. If you're here sometimes, and I'm sure you dealt with it doing overnight, yeah. sometimes the building just goes, oh. For no reason. Like, what's going on? 
It's like an Oldsmobile from the 70s. It's just something's wrong with the AC unit. And there are times you go down by that engineering room and some, oh. some kind of weird sound Singing is going on. Singing and ticking and get out. What's going on? It's like Amityville Horror yeah, in there and stuff. Dead kid. It's a chalk outline. That wasn't here five seconds ago. Twins at the end of the hallway. <laughs> yeah, occasionally just hear, oh my God, we're in a burial ground. They're coming back. Anyway, it's four degrees in the building. We're all right. We'll live. It looks good. That's all that matters. That's all we care. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows, and we call this the Brady Report. Uh, brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light at Hooters. They appreciate those men and women in uniform. Present your military ID. Get 10% off uh, your, your order at uh, Hooters. Non-alcoholic beverage, of course, because I don't think you're allowed to drink in uniform anyway. So that goes without saying. Uh, it's every single day, though, that they appreciate the men and women in uniform. So head on over to Hooters. Grab yourself some food and a little appreciation. Thank you, Hooters. That's very kind. Brady, report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy President's Day. That's right. There's also a couple other that you might enjoy. It's also National Handcuff Day. Oh. National Cherry Pie Day. Oh. Go hand in hand. Yes. Well, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Handcuff somebody and then eat cherry pie or feed know. them or drown them in it. Got some uh, weird trivia about American presidents. Okay. Uh, Thomas Jefferson would have loved the Weather Channel. He was passionate about meteorology. Kept a daily detailed records of the weather. Thomas Jefferson would have been scared to death of the Weather Channel. It's sorcery. (laughs) There's nothing about inserting Thomas Jefferson in modern day and showing him the Weather Channel that would have that guy thinking, this is great. He'd be horrified by the images in that box. Ah, there's people in the wall! All right, no, 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 let me explain television to you. Mark, he, he liked uh, weather, but he didn't know anything. We act like he's a genius in our time. Thomas Jefferson would be the dumbest man you've ever met if he was, if he was brought here today. Martin Van Buren invented the term okay. The origin dates back to Van Buren's re-election campaign in 1840. He had adopted the nickname Old Kinderhook. And because he was born in Kinderhook, New York, his supporters just shortened it to OK. No. John Tyler was born 233 years ago in 1790. And yet he still has one living grandchild still alive, Harrison Ruffin Tyler. He's born in 1928. He's now 94 years old. No mention of our greatest president of all time, uh, James Garfield. There is a Garfield. He's ambidextrous, and he could write in two different languages at once, Greek in one hand, Latin in the other. And also? Took a shot to the gut. What's this thing? The greatest quote of a man being hit by a bullet ever as he turned around to fight the guy. What's this then? Is that what did he finish out the speech? What's from? this? No, Roosevelt's the that one who got right. shot and finished his speech, which is That's still right. pretty badass. Teddy took a plunk. That's all you've got. And I will stop the National Forest Service. Oh my God, he's still talking. I hit him. I know I hit him. Chester Arthur redecorated the White House, and to get the money to do it, he sold historical artifacts and antiques from the past presidents. He would have been big into HGTV. Yeah. And American Pickers. So, so that's what, uh, 
There it is. That's where all those top secret documents are coming from. That dude was selling them to people. Benjamin Harrison was the first president to have electricity in the White House, but he was anxious about it and refused to touch light switches. Yeah. It's a new technology. That would have been horrifying. You're telling me you got fire running through the walls? I can't see it? Yes, sir. Uh-uh, I'm not touching that switch. Calvin Coolidge had an interesting morning ritual. He enjoyed having his scalp massage with petroleum jelly while he ate his breakfast in bed. A Vaseline massage with some oh. toast. <laughs> Who's doing that? Whose job was it to do that? I don't know. <laughs> that, That's a- that didn't get passed on to the next president? You get fired after he left, too. Mr. Taft, would you like a petroleum jelly head rub? No, you're fired. Weird. In a new poll, people were asked if they think the U.S. will have a female president in their lifetime. God, I hope not. 56% said yes, 17% no. The other 27%, not sure. But when asked uh, which party, 41% say they think the first female president will be a Democrat, 21% Republican. Yeah. Seniors, uh, the age of 65 and older, 45% said they expect to see a female president Wait, in their lifetime. 65 plus. And they think there'll be a lady soon? I, well, I think they're wise lifetime. enough to know that it's going to be a woke election, that eventually we're going to have to have one. Yeah. But I'm team man. Like uh, Women will email me, you're just so against women. Yeah, I'm a guy. I'm not against you accomplishing stuff, but if it's a man versus woman competition, I'm, I'm biased. I know which one I think more like. I can relate to one of the dudes. Elon Musk did this a few months ago, and everyone piled on. But it looks like at least one person liked the idea. Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook just announced uh, they're adding the paid verification yeah. option. Everybody went nuts about how Elon was ruining the world. and Meta verify. Like, That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Should charge these idiots like that blue check. Everybody, checks. like you, there are people on Twitter like, Five followers. I'm verified. Yeah. You're paying eight dollars yeah. so that five people know that you're real. Right. No, nobody cared that much to no be you're, you're not that important. You're not that important. I can't believe someone went to the wrong Megan Fox account and got bad information. Like you're fine. <laughs> Had a couple of uh, sisters get in trouble. They lived in Houston. Alexis Davis and Treasure Bibbs. They're upset at their neighbor for having loud sex. You. So they both went over there with a gun and threatened to shoot him unless they're quiet down. It's about, it's about to get louder. <laughs> quiet your ass down. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name? Treasure Treasure Bibbs. Bibbs. Treasure Bibbs. <laughs> Treasure's got a neck tattoo. Does Treasure look like I think Treasure? Uh, Treasure looks like Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> Treasure has the same haircut as Russell West. It's got the Houston Astros tat right there <laughs> on the yeah on the throat. Yeah, <laughs> she's a big fan of the Strohs. Oh my god, she does. <laughs> that is what that is. She's got a yeah. she's that Houston centric. She threw the Astros logo on her larynx. Wow, wow. Is that? Are we sure? Ninety yeah. percent here. I'll pull up an Astros <laughs> I think logo. You're right. Treasure digs the Astros. And then I think she's got a cross in her where Manson Swastika was. And also something written over her right eyebrow. On the Treasure's a disaster. There you go. <laughs> it's the Houston Astros thing. <laughs> <laughs> I see it real clear now. 
She likes the Astros, Jesus, and a word on her forehead. Uh, Ryan Scott has been a priest for 30 years. Uh-oh. Not a real priest, not a legitimate priest, and he's been traveling the Midwest, going to different churches, bilking. So he's a real priest. Members of the church out of millions of dollars. Um, Depends on the kids he's banging. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's true. Does he, he have any of that, too? <laughs> he banged somebody because he had a child um, to, uh, during the 30-year period, and that's when people were saying, wait a minute, this guy isn't a priest. This one guy finally got on to him. Um, he ended up doing a little bit of time, a couple years, back out, moved to Peru, setting up more churches. They can't stop him. He has uh, a little ranch of uh, these really expensive uh, premium llamas that he says it's part of his mission to uh, carry out So what's out he stuff. doing that's so wrong? If he's just starting churches with the money, he, he never says was ordained. Yeah, I know, but if he's actually and, and taking the money it. and starting churches, he's doing better than most priests. Neither do. was L. Ron Hubbard. Right. What he created. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, half the guys that are sitting out there saying that they're collecting money for the church, if it goes back to the thing, who cares? And most of the people who said, uh, they described him, they were impressed. Uh, they felt that God was in the room while he was up there in the pulpit preaching. I thought he was supposed to always be in the room. Isn't that what you're supposed to believe all the time? It's what I believe, yeah. but, you know. Is he here right now? Ask him about childhood cancer for me. What's that deal? What's that for? I just heard back from him. Yeah, you say? It is what it is. And then ask him. <laughs> He's an indifferent dick. All right, I see. I now ask him that. about car effing. Yeah, yeah. Ask him why he's got people f***ing cars and stuff. <laughs> ask him if he knows everything, Brady. Does he know everything? Is he aware of the future and the past and the present? Yeah, he does. So he knows when a kid's going to be raped and he won't stop it. Um, yeah. He does. He says, uh, it's a big curveball. It's for your me. decision to do that, dumb dumb. I've, uh, uh, the decision you know, of I someone to be raped. And I can, and I can teach you to have a good life. That's the but difference. But it's up to you but again, to take that that's choice. That's the difference between the, God take and Take the turns that you want to. God and me. He's that's like, I didn't invent asbestos. You did. <laughs> right. And that's a bad thing. And you're right. And we're going to make mistakes too. But uh, bottom line is, if I knew that a child was about to be assaulted, I'd stop it. And that's where we're different. But he's like, that's part of the game, man. <laughs> I know. And that's why playa? I think, the game that, I think <laughs> that player <laughs> needs to change some of his horrible rules. <laughs> I don't see him as beautiful at all. If he's capable of it and he ain't doing anything about it, then he's useless. There's a food trend going on. Another one on TikTok. The Chickle. What's that? Cheesed pickle. Basically, you take provolone cheese, you put it in the frying pan, and you cook it up, and then you wrap a pickle with the. Oh, you just melt cheese with on the, the cheese around the. Yeah, there's a picture of the chicken. Well, what a challenge yeah, that yeah, must that's be. Tough, huh? well, yeah, it's <laughs> not too far fetched. Pickle and melted cheese. Yeah, so it's just dip. chickle doesn't bring to mind pickle at all for me. Unless it's cheddar cheese. cheese. Pickle. Oh, cheese pickle. Oh, I get it, but I'm yeah. saying you say chickle, I'm thinking... I didn't make it up, New bro. item at Chick-fil-A. You brought it to us. I like pickles. <laughs> I like cheese. I might like the chickle. You would love the chickle, Brady. Save, get that pickle out of there and you'd absolutely go crazy for it. <laughs> now you're cooking. I don't need that pickle in a chickle. Brett's disgusted. Well, because it's gross. It is. <laughs> it's just... It's, there's a Swiss... 
dish um, that you wrap. You use pickles, potatoes, um, raclette. You use okay. the raclette cheese. Calm down. It's good. Somebody's getting right. hard. Shh, Let's get to some radio down. videos. <laughs> What's raclette? <laughs> Go out and start. It's a, it's a Swiss type of. Just calm down. Don't ask him about. Don't that. please. Sorry, yeah, just right. let it go. <laughs> He's going to start humping your car. What are you doing? Radio videos. Oh, okay. First ones. Uh, there are about thirty tourists on this boat. There's some cussing in it and the audio, but this dog jumps in. <laughs> Looks like to me, uh, it's jumps into the water with a twelve foot hammerhead. Oh boy. And basically uh, kicks the hammerhead's ass. Oh, right. What kind of dog? A German Shepherd? It looks like a border collie. Oh, okay. One of them yeah. smart dogs. All right. Yeah, and it's a... You know what I'm never going to have to deal with, Brett? My dog coming home saying, I'm on horse tranquilizer and fentanyl. And I, and I, I tried That's to... the car. The car. And I'd be like, okay with him banging the car because he doesn't know different. But All right, so he's, there's a hammerhead right under this clear water. Holy cow. Where are the they? Bahamas. Oh, it's beautiful wherever they are. It's gorgeous, but that shark keeps me out of the drink. That's for sure. Uh, there's cussing. I think it's there. just right off the bat. The guy says it, maybe. Uh, All right, I'll keep it down just in case. But there is the. Is it the dog so in there? Already? Just jumped off the that's dock. The dog just jumped and that's in the, the pier. Shark. You can kind of see it from there. Yeah. He, he shoes it away. Then he comes. There he's skirmishing with the shark. Yeah, he's fighting with him. Yeah. Oh, and, he's, and the shark's on the back. He's on the back. Oh, that is. Shark is horrified by this. And the shark takes off. You see sharks in the water going, ah, dog. I didn't expect this. Ah, I didn't know about this. They can swim. Swim, mate. Run. That's ah, terrifying f- dog out there. Dog gets back up on the beach. See what I did there? Cross, I knew he shouldn't have gone to the Bahamas, oh, mate. there it is. Look at him. Oh, wow. man. Wow. Lady's like, how big is that? Oh, about 12 foot. <laughs> Get in the water, you idiot. <laughs> I'm dead. The lady is screaming because the dog saw the shark and said, I'm eating it. He's fighting the fucking shark. All right, sorry about that. In the F word. The, guy, the guy's right, though. He's biting the f- shark. <laughs> You'll like this next. I didn't know th- that sharks were afraid of dogs. I didn't either. And I didn't know dogs were that brave. Right. My little Cairn Terrier, I took her to Ventura Beach once. We were driving up to Paso Robles and stopped in Ventura Beach. And beautiful, huge beach in Ventura. It's a weird little city. Got a, But it's gigantic, this beach. And it was empty. And I let Lexi out of the car, and she sneaks the ocean for the first time. About 15, 16-pound little Toto dog. And sees that ocean and just sideways, just jets, boom, hits. It's October. I'm not getting in there. It's freezing. <sighs> Starts swimming. She's going to China, man. This is not going to end anytime soon. Thank God the waves were big enough to push her back a little bit. She was going. Wow. And I'm like, man, that dog is, I don't know what got in her, but that ocean was hers. And the dogs are fearless when they get in. They eat anything. They look in it for stuff to eat. See a dog standing over like, ocean water. They look down. There's a thing I'll eat. Last Tuesday night, there was a basketball game between two Los Angeles high schools, Sierra Canyon versus Bishop Montgomery. Sierra Canyon is the team Bron Bron's son plays for. Guarantee you they'd beat any WNBA team by, I'd take them minus 25. Well, a player from Bishop Montgomery sank a shot with 3.9 seconds left on it. To His beat Bron Yeah. And he points up into the... Stands where Bron Bron is. Where LeBron is. Calls him the out. The real LeBron. Yeah. Not Bron. Bron Bron's Le- the LeBron boy. LeBron right. Sr. LeBron is the dad. Yeah. Who <laughs>
remember that because I'm going to play for 100 more years if you ever make the NBA. Want to compare bank accounts, mother? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. He had his moment. I guarantee you that game was more entertaining than every great WNBA game ever played. For sure. What did you, what did you, what two words did you put together? <laughs> the great WNBA game. Right. Because, as Toledo is pointing out, those things don't exist. Those words together are oxymoronic. What a great game when the WNBA, you've lost me. <laughs> Next video is on the parallel bars. A nice little quick scorpion. Oh, boy. A, a boy. A boy gymnast. Oh! <laughs> His hand slipped off the parallel bars on the flip. That's oh. an extension. His face hits first. That's oh, not yeah. even like shoulder no, that's first. His that's his face. That's <laughs> face oh. and then spinal torsion. Oh, man. That's hard to look at. Next one's uh Hurts my fake hips. Kid emancipation video. All right. Oh, this girl, this caught my eye. She's uh. This it? Oh, you got the. He's the boxing. Fight? This is boxing. I don't. Kid emancipation. Oh, I sent you the the girl. Oh, that one. Yeah. Right, what's this one? Hang on. We have to go in order. What's what the wrong? Well, right. that's how I had it, but there's no because they're on audible platforms. Oh, gotcha. All right. So I saw that she's got a water bottle. Yep. She's drinking out of it. Tattoo on her temple. Yeah, some Celtic deal, I think. Is that a water bottle? Yep. And she's drinking. You don't know what she's doing at first. Then she looks up, smiles. She's got a lower She sliced her stupid face open. Like where the piercing maybe got opened up and there's a hole in there. And that's how she drinks. Uh, Real class act. Yeah. (laughs) Pig. Here are your papers. (laughs) Yeah. Emancipate. I got a big hole in my chin, so I don't have to open my mouth. Well, I guess that's a start. You got a hole in your goddamn head is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like uh, Brett. Brett and I should, if we were gay, we should adopt and just abuse it. <laughs> Here's a, a good street fight. And there, the must be after a hard rain because the water's running pretty oh. heavy or a sewage Super pipe break, broke. Yeah. Here we go. A couple guys in the street. <laughs> oh, there's, it's, they're bowing up. It's, it's two fights at once. Yeah. And they've chosen to pair off. But the one guy does some damage first. Okay, there's just some light and jabs the, being thrown in this street fight, which is very... Oh, guy switches to Southpaw and pays for it. <laughs> and, then, and then he's into the drink. Goes downstream. Oh, my God. That is a heavy river flow of water down in that... It is. Whatever dump that is. Boy, he landed a clean jaw shot on that. I like that once he knocked his friend out, the other kid quit fighting. His it, buddy kind yeah. of bags off. Well, the, no, the, the other kid, the Machine yeah. Gun Kelly jumps over yeah. and he decides, oh, you can't knock my friend out. And he jumps over to the puncher. Boy, switching to southpaw like that, leaving your face open. Stupid. He's catching his Watch him jab. go. Oh, he goes left, and that's it. He just left himself wide open. Totally exposed to the straight right. Next. And then the other guy jumps in like, oh. Wow. Where are they that the water's flowing that fast down a road? That's a river. And they had to pull him out before he drowned. <laughs> He's going to drown in the street. <laughs> Yikes. Next one's another fight. It ends real quick. Okay. This is boxing. It's a... Uh, Kickboxing. Oh, he's asleep now. Don't hit him again. No, no. Oh. <laughs> this guy because it, keeps trying. Yeah. The body no, is not functioning. He's on his feet. Oh. Yeah. His body continues to and remind him he's oh, awake. Oh, there's my knees. Oh, your legs are cut. Knees and brain are... I guess Mac McClung should have stuck to Dunkin'. Yeah. Yeah. Mac was feeling fairly confident in sport and decided to climb in the ring with... 
half off his all star. People are commenting yeah. with our Kelly lyrics. My mind is telling me no, but my body. <laughs> yeah, his brain's like, stay down. Wow. All right. What do you got, Brad? Anything? That's it. All right. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, we'll start off a little on the easy side. Here's uh, one Good. of those bull riding up, uh, bull riding videos. You got something? Right. I don't think that's me. Boy, over the pen. In the pen, he can't even get out. That bull's attacking him in the pen. Jeez, he's not even on the bull, and they let him out. Oh! 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 So the dude's half on the bull by the time they open the gate, and he just smashes him into the, that noise you hear. Is that guy's face hitting the side oh. of the gate? He's oh dead. My right. yeah, they're asking oh, we got, he's dead. He's got no job. <laughs> we'll be right back. He's oh dead. Oh, my God. I'm Mark Curtis for Channel 12. He's dead. <laughs> we'll be right back with weather. And this one is uh, basically titled uh, Watch Where You Backflip. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait, 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 wait. No, there's a car coming. Oh, oh no, no. Oh, He backflipped right into the road. Do his pants come off? Oh, no, those are just his dark shoes. I thought his pants flew off. Oh. Oh. The guy told him, wait, 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 and he gets hit by a, was that a Mustang? Shot to the yeah. bumper to the temple. Brett liked that because that's on his Mustang forum on yep. Reddit. <laughs> and uh, we'll finish off with this one. This one is uh, just kind of be careful when you're on the roof because there are live power lines On the up roof there. of a house? Yeah. Oh, God, he's up there. Oh, oh yeah, no, he's, oh, he's, he's found out. Fire. He's barbecuing. Oh, wait. Yeah. It gets better. It's open flames. There it comes. Uh, Did his head just fall? Yes. Yes, head just fell off, and then he fell off. So the only thing holding him on. His head was on the water. It's like his neck or something was on his head. And it just right through. It's like breaking up a piece of charcoal when it's full glow, and it just. That's not what it's like at all. There you go. It cooked him. And there's the aftermath. There's the guy. There's his head. And his leg's missing, too. Well, he barbecued up like Brady. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right. He he I guess he did. Of Chunks of that. It's overcooked is what you're saying. Yeah. So the, the, uh, it's like a real slow lightsaber through the neck. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Well, let's not be hypocrites. Let's let's serve them up. <laughs> People are pissed because well, the internet's to, out. And that guy knocked the satellite. Yeah, the satellite. Down. I was watching the goddamn yeah. game. <laughs> How will I know if Lisbon won? <laughs> Anyway, welcome to Central. He leaned on it. I think that was on purpose. I don't think that guy just, well, maybe not. It seemed kind of like a an intentional position. But I guess that would always look like that, wouldn't it? Yuck. What's this? Uh, here's a... Oh, there's a bull running a guy over on a motorcycle. <laughs> These are it's Brahma time. Places I never want to live. <laughs> oh, you, you run the risk. That's India. The streets are covered in <laughs> and there's bulls running around. Look at that. Show that again and look uh, at the look at the, the mud puddle. The, the infrastructure. The, the, the those are good streets too. Poop. That is all poop. <laughs> And they're all standing in it. Half of it's human poop, and then some Brahma runs over a guy on a motorcycle in a puddle. Oh, and takes he's the wife out. Going through a feces puddle while they get hit by the the albino bull. It's a day in the life in India. That place, I don't understand it. Ugh. Anyway, well, there you go. Brought to you by Hooters. That one made me a little bit ill. You know, it's weird. I watched that guy's head come off. Didn't get sick. Nothing Watching all the people run around in streets filled with and I just want to throw up all over the place. That was the gross thing of the videos. It was India. Ugh. Uh, it's 8.13. There you go. 
Uh, that's your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. That's a good deal. Yeah, it's right. time now for Brady to give you all the answers to your life on this President's Day. You're going to like a couple of these today. I like, I for sure liked uh, one a lot because we fell in the same category. People have been emailing. We'll get into that in a second. It's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn and MMP Guns. Short or long-term collateral loans from ten dollars to $100,000. No credit needed. Top dollar paid. The entire process just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com and MMP Guns where you can build your own AR-15. And Brett says he's got people... Uh, Signing up like crazy. Yeah, right? it's so, crazy. Yeah, that's it's great. A, it's awesome too. Get on down there, and build your own. You have you haven't shot yours yet. I've not shot it yet. Get out there. I've not shot it yet. Hopefully this weekend. I haven't taken my that AK forty seven out either. We need. I'm kind this. of afraid to shoot that because it's so pretty. Oh, uh, well, you know, it's almost like it. something you put on a wall. I know, but the outside has like etching, and I'm like, I don't want to. We'll yeah, take like the MFP guns. will teach you how to clean it, too. Yeah, I, I know how. I just don't <laughs> want to dirty it in the first place. I want it to remain pristine. Oh, uh, okay. But I also want to use it. It's a, it's a dilemma. Maybe I should ask Brady. <laughs> Are you ready, Brady? Ready. Uh, this one's from a guy named Larry. Oh, really? He says, but don't use my name. Okay. Larry Pettigrew, it says. Don't say my name. Uh, dear uh, Brady, I am a single dad. I have my daughter full time. She is in kindergarten. Uh, her teacher is absolutely stunning. I've had two meetings with her. I'd like to ask her out, but I don't want to ruin it for my daughter. An incredible teacher, really good to my kid. Do I wait until the year's over, or do I ask her out now? Might make it a little weird. If I wait, she could be getting piped by someone else by this time. All right. I'm not even sure if she's currently uh, with someone or not. Do I stay away or do this? Larry. Well, um, carpe diem. Seize the day. Seize the day. But before says. you do that. Bang the kindergarten. Before you do guy. that. <laughs> is, I'm not, I don't know who that is either. Oh, man. I would do a little added recon and find out if she is with someone. Well, you can still ask her out. That's her job to tell you. Yeah. You don't I, have to I, doing recon. I like to, creepy. I like to find out if I know they're with someone. Just trying to avoid the denial. You know, well, like, you oh, rejected I'm sorry, either with right, She's with someone. Big deal. You have to just take that lump. That's just me. Um, you, you but if, in you, bushes if or you're fearless, around. go for it. Um, well, how does he find out know, if she's with someone? As far as uncomfortable with your daughter, kindergarten's not. You know, you've seen Kindergarten Cop, haven't you? That worked out really good for <laughs> Arnold. No, um, <laughs> why are you so uncomfortable? I know why he's uncomfortable <laughs> with this. And it got weird is because he told her to. He told the dude to bone the kindergarten teacher. But how do you find out if she's with someone? You got to start asking her friends and stuff. That gets yeah, weird. Don't it might get back it. to her. Just get up in there. Just ask that. Yeah. Go in and go, hey. Just... Your daughter can do the recon. You. Oh, man. What's wrong with you? You can find out of teachers. Yeah, by simply going, hey, I'm curious teachers, if you wanted to go grab yeah. a drink sometime. And she go, oh, I've got a boyfriend. Whether she's with someone or not, if she lies to you, that just means no. So there's no harm in that. Yeah. yeah. Get your answer one way or another. Yeah. You're not doing any damage by asking if you didn't know, if you truly don't know. It's actually better to not know. But I liked your first answer, which was seize the day and yeah, seize the, the day. kindergarten teacher. And then you got all <laughs> weird about all that other stuff. It's like, whoops, whoops, I said dirties. <laughs> so I, better I don't know. I've never been the one that go. Uh, I haven't done it. I think I've gone in just completely cold turkey uh, and just asking because there's guys that are like that. It's a numbers game, man. You got to ask. Yeah, gotta but ask. if you don't know but I usually any of feel her like, friends, you know, if she, you feel like there's something going on there, you just then ask. ask her. 
But if you don't know any of her friends, now you're asking really odd friends. people, like, does she have a boyfriend? It's like, oh, God. I guess my recon meant, you know, if you can find that out, that's good. Sure. But also feel like, I think uh, I think we've got chemistry there or something. So that's you're saying I mean. cyber stalk her until you find out whether or not there's a guy in her life. Yeah, if you want to avoid. Uh, I say just ask. Being, but just but ask. I, I mean, how hard is it to just go, hey, I just want to see if you want to grab a drink. She'll tell you right down in there. Maybe she just goes, yeah, and she is with someone. And now you're in some nefarious, weird. And you got a whore. Dateline chapter of like a whore kindergarten teacher. I've been dating Dil- Lily's dad for the last two months, <laughs> right. another guy in class. And then, yeah, she's got a, oh, that's great. And it's you're right. It's kindergarten. Your kid won't know. You're not making yeah. anything weird. If your kid's about to fail out of kindergarten. Uh, yeah, it's not weird. Come on. Ask away. Kid's a moron in the first place. There's no <laughs> a, a teacher can't like manipulate kindergarten grades if you piss her off and flunk her out. The last thing she wants is that kid back next year. So she's going to pass her either direction. You got a kid that fails kindergarten, you got bigger fish to fry than dating the teacher. What a moron. Man, just do it. Go after it. I like Brady's first answer. Don't listen to anything after seize the day and f- that kindergarten teacher, which I believe was an exact quote. <laughs> uh, dear Brady, uh, I had a coworker pass away in a house accident a little while ago. The service is March 4th in Prescott. Uh, lovely man, and it's in a very sad situation. March 4th, also my very good friend's second wedding in Las Vegas at the Cosmopolitan. What's the right thing to do? Stephen. <laughs> oh. Good How friend, closely, second wedding. All well, right, so this is a guy that... It's a co-worker. Yeah. So let's say Wintermeyer eats it in a in a you know a, a saw so, accident. Now, what is the the fourth? What is March fourth? Is Saturday. that the funeral? Both. So they're doing both because uh, usually, like, there's a wake the day before. So the like service that. is March fourth in Prescott. So that's and the March fourth is I don't know what that means. And March fourth is also uh, his good friend's second wedding in Vegas. So he's got conflicting dates. Maybe he's invited only to the one thing. I answer that question by um, saying, "What would this guy do if it was flipped around? The dead it was guy, me. yeah." How do you know what he? What would, would what would I want that guy to do if I was? What would the then? Dead he's guy, asking like, you. Then. I would tell the guy go to Vegas. Don't go to my funeral. Yeah. But funerals aren't about the dead guy. It's about the people at the funeral. It's about the family that yeah, you're about the, the family and right. friends and all that. So if you don't and other friends that can network, maybe yeah, if get your some co- business out of the. Deal. Well, no. If your coworkers, like if Wintermeyer got sawed in half, yeah, and we went to Vegas that weekend. It would make us look like I got no problems. I don't either. I have no moral. I'll do it. it, But But for saving faces sake, you probably all right. We can't go to Vegas and come back on the air on Monday and go, hey, what happened? Oh, yeah, Wintermeyer's funeral. Uh, We were up in Vegas having the time of our lives. It just looks bad at work. So you, if Wintermeyer gets sawed in half, (laughs) no more Wintermeyer. And the service is March 4th. But we had plans to go to Vegas that weekend. You'd still go to Vegas. If I made those plans first, and there's no cancellation. <laughs> I got to go to the. I gotta but the cancellation the was uh, halves of Wintermeyer. That was the true cancellation. Came when Wintermeyer canceled himself. Yeah, um, you don't have a problem with that. Skipping Wintermeyer's funeral and popping back in here the next couple of days. See, I do. Could you go to Vegas? You go to Vegas and not go to Wintermeyer's funeral. I think it would depend on the, how uh, Wintermeyer died. If he offed himself, no, he just it fell on a saw in a garage. Horrible oh, accident. Terrible. Mm. 
Vegas. I make an appearance at the wedding, I'm on, and I'm ha- ha- catching a red eye at Vegas. What if the... All right, it's not a wedding, and it's a funeral, it's so funeral. you're confusing yeah. those things. Same it's very thing. Italian. Same thing. Either way, somebody's getting an envelope. <laughs> uh, and, the, and let's say the service is 5 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Can you zoom in? I yeah, mean, it's tough. I mean, that means you yeah. Saturday afternoon. You got Friday night. You guys are in Vegas. I'm the reasonable and then you, uh, nice guy. A here. midday flight yeah, back. You? Vegas is there next weekend. Wintermeyer's in half. <laughs> you pricks. This surprises go to his, me. This surprises his... me out of you. I'm not talking yeah, no about kidding. the light. I mean, you yeah, know, I don't the want the heat. Just no, I don't want the heat from everybody at work. I don't care that much about Wintermeyer being in half. But, but I'm not wandering back in your half. It, it shouldn't affect you. Keep, what people think no, about it. No, no, it isn't about what people... <laughs> absolutely, it should. I don't need that on my desk. I don't need is that. Is this like Freaky Friday? This is weird. Positions. This, yes, what is going on? One of us is human and the other's pandering. <laughs> the other's trying to say what he thinks people want to hear instead of what's actually right. And what's right is saving face around the building and not being the guy who skipped out to go to Vegas for fun that well, when Wintermeyer the- sawed himself in half. All right, what if it's somebody like... Uh, Har? Forget it, I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, there's people down there who saw themselves in half, and you're like, well, it was, I had trips planned. Come on. <laughs> but then you always say, you know, yeah, I guess it's the living people that you're worried That's about. That's who you're yeah, sitting there dealing with. I don't give a crap well, about the a dead guy. I can deal with that on my own. There is sort of a, an obligation to at least not be the dick that, where was John? Maybe it's for me because people will ask that because I'm somehow or another representative of something that people are like, oh, if you don't show up, it looks. But Tripp went to Chuck Artigue's funeral, canceled plans to go. To, he didn't. He, I don't think he didn't even meet him. But he's like, I think it would look bad that I didn't respect the man whose job I took yeah. and whose, whose legacy I continue on. And he asked me, he goes, would it look good or bad if I went? And I'm like, if you want to go, and he goes, I think I should. I'm like, if you want to go, you should go. And we talked about that. And it's just that thing of like, is it a nice gesture? Is that a gesture that other people will respect? Does it depend on the person, though? Like, okay, let's Absolutely. say let's say Izzy, who you know does mornings too to, for the competition. <laughs> are you in Vegas? Or are you going to the? Are you going to the funeral? I don't technically work with her. Same building, same company. Mm, don't technically work with her. So the answer is no. He's not. Right. I'm not doing exactly. anything. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, those but KDKB certain, knobs can see, get sawed in half. I don't, I don't know care. why that's. I mean, because I work, I work you, with you those guys. I work with Wintermeyer. No, I actually work with Wintermeyer. I have projects I do with Wintermeyer. I am interacting with him regularly. It's the same as saying the the cleaning crew that I don't actually work with. That just because they're in the building, I got to do stuff. But, but, but I, I actually, I actually am of the company. Sure, they are. They get paid by this company. So yes, they're not they are. employees. They're, 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 they're employees subs. of their own. They're subbed out. But that yeah. means. But you're saying they work in our building, so you have to go. That's not my point. No, but you, yeah, you actually you do work, with, work that person, with. You have to go. I have no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying, saying that. I'm saying I, I interact and work on yeah. projects. We share work. I don't share work with Izzy. We're but, in competition. Actually, it's the same as Beth. Yeah. She's at an, she's under the umbrella of Hubbard, but I don't go to every Hubbard funeral. So if Neanderthal got sawed in half, you'd be in Vegas. I would want to see the saw. <laughs> My God, how big was that thing? Sure. No, I would probably go to Neanderthal's thing. You'd skip Vegas because I've done, point. I've known him and done stuff. So out of respect for him, I probably would go. Hmm. I don't. I've and said there's some two stuff, words. You know, to it's Izzy. like you can you can always go back to Vegas, although it's a wedding, right? No, it's a funeral. Oh, his, yeah, yeah. Is it a wedding yeah. in yeah. Vegas? And and it's the guy's and that's second wedding. Oh, second wedding. And that's what I did. You go to the first one? 
Yeah, then you, that's pretty easy. But it's Vegas. He's not going to the wedding because he wants to go to the wedding. He's going because it's yeah. You're gonna what are you gonna have a better time at for sure? Oh, sure. But it, yeah, if it's if it's a hassle at work, again, if Wintermeyer any of the salespeople actually do stuff with, you know, get sawed in half. But I, I except hard. Huh? Here's where uh, hard, hard. You know, if he saws himself in half, I'd be like, you know, Dave, you probably shouldn't have done what you were doing. <laughs> I'd probably go to Dave's. <laughs> I'd go to Dave's funeral. I don't want the hassle. I don't, we were, where were you? I was in Vegas. What'd you do? Oh, we were at Harsh. All of us were at Harsh funeral. You didn't show up. Very offensive. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. What about because I know worked difference. with him at one time? It depends on the relationship. Because but, there is, I mean, about your boy Clancy, Clancy Woods. Yeah. Oh God, no. We've lost touch. I haven't talked to him in twenty. Oh, years. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, there's those moments where you just like you. De- you definitely know what. Good and bad is just because I don't care what people think of me doesn't mean I don't have, uh, you know, emotional yeah, understanding. I know what you're saying. In those situations, you know, if if that checks all the boxes for him that he'd yeah. work with him, and there's other people at the office, if he didn't go, I mean, it, it looks, looks bad. bad. If it looks bad and you know it looks you bad, you need to probably the go. Write in the letter because you know it looks bad. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have written that letter if, it was, if this was something you know you should probably go do. But you're sitting there going, I'm going to miss Vegas with a bunch of friends because dummy had to off him. So, like, you know, my uncle, who decided to die out of the blue uh, on the week the Steelers and Patriots play. And then they have their little wake uh, during the game. And I asked to reschedule that. Can we reschedule this? And they're like, ah, it's going to be. I'm like, oh, come on. So, yeah, there's certain things you're like, all right, he's still going to be dead tomorrow and i had to go do that and a funeral and a service and I had like five different things that i felt like i i, I obligated i had to go because it looks like it looks bad i you know for me the a, a tough one that happened years ago um when i was in milwaukee my uh, when papal chick no your grandpa. my grandfather yeah. passed away i was with him the week before and it was kind of the final goodbye yeah, you get a lot of then he finally passed about four days later um i didn't go back to the but you had closure i did have closure but and i called my grandmother and she's like just stay there i did the same thing um but there was parts that you know there's probably probably a couple of my family members that thought why Why would you you should still come back no matter what you know at the time to get the uh you know a ticket was but if you were there a week earlier, they had to understand he was here. Yeah, and he, I think you spent time do. with him. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anyone come back and like that well, was basically your funeral, and it's more yeah. personal, and that's fine. But if it was a coworker, and you're like, I was just with him. Yesterday. But I still think about that every now and then, like, oh well. But you knew he dropped dead. You knew he was dying. Yeah. If it was a surprise death, if you were, if I was with you last week and then left and then oh my god, Brady got run saw. over by a yeah. car, I'd come back for your funeral because it's unexpected. We didn't say goodbye that way. So it's a little different. This dude had a household like accident. Co-workers, you know? All right. That's nice. Brady says, the kindergarten teacher and I would you. say, <laughs> um, you should probably go to the funeral. I think you should, too. Don't take... But that's not what he's saying he would do. But you should go. Yeah, you, Brady went to my uncle's funeral. He never even knew the guy. He wants the pinwheels. Brady's going to the funeral. Well, they, they he's going to check the spread. Hey, is the spread yeah. better at the wedding or is the spread better at the Cosmo? funeral? <laughs> but Cosmo's pricey. But Brady's going whatever's cheap. But you're right, though. I mean, one of the reasons I went there, you know, it's like I didn't know your uncle that well, but yeah, it was you were to nice support guy. Yeah. you. Sure. Well, I was fine. 
You were a wreck. I was pissed off about the yeah about the Patriots Steelers game. I had to miss the day before, and I had to tape it. That's why I went there. Yeah, <laughs> nothing to it. Pinwheels had nothing. I mean, the, to do the, the yeah. funerals the food whatever, was just yeah. a bonus. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was why you were there. So you didn't even sit down. <laughs> just stood over there and guarded it. His pinwheels look pretty good. Now, dear Brady. Uh, we had an option to take MLK or today as our holiday. The office let us pick. I took President's Day last year and caught hell because I'm black. So this year, I'm going in for President's Day. I took off MLK Day. Should I shame all the whites in my office that take today and uh, worked on MLK Day when I get there? You know, really abuse my black card, Rodney. That's a good question, Rodney. Brady should answer this from the perspective oh, of a do. white man. <laughs> First of all. Yeah. The company to give those two days is an option. Pretty great. There shouldn't be an option. Both days should be option. I agree with that. You take one or the other, yeah. you take them both. But we, no, you can't. Well, I'm As saying you should. Guy, well, no, but we have that same thing. Hubbard decided to choose MLK as our day. Yeah. As president. So, so you get MLK or Cracker Day? Right. You I mean, get Cracker Day. Well, his president was Cracker Day until yeah, uh, until, yeah, until yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was, uh, you know, so it was the same thing. We're, the reason we're at work on President's Day is because we don't recognize this as a holiday. Kind of like kids get both days off of school and stuff Sucks. to avoid the trouble. Bastards. All that is is again, it's like going to the funeral. All their all the school system's doing is just keeping it off their desk. Give them both away. All of them. Columbus Day's another one too. Or like probably should. Just but we're are, we're not given an option. No, no, no. The company chose for us, yeah. but they had to choose one or the other, and they made the right choice. They, I don't think. I think the company should make the call on. They should be a little more decisive yeah. rather than let employees do it because it because leads it to this. Does. Exactly. Yeah. So you got the I'm black putting guy. that on the company more right. so than him. But in his scenario, um, it'd be hard not to have a little fun with that. Yeah, I would too. I'd shame some Look whites. at the guys and look at them. Just... I'd, I'd go down to Dave Har's desk and go, notice you weren't here for, uh, for President's Day. You decided that that was the day you're taking off MLK Day, not important. And just watch him go, but uh, but what happened was, all right, whatever, dude, I just wanted to point that out. I or noticed, I noticed it. I saw that. You should actually be rewarding the whites for no, 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 presence. No, 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 no. No, Whitey works on MLK. Because they're taking MLK off. No, Whitey works on MLK. That's what I'm saying. He worked on MLK Day, and it, but you shouldn't. It was Whitey should be there. Whitey should be there. I noticed that you... Uh, Decided not to work on President's Day, which means you stomped all over MLK's grave. You could make some calls. <laughs> I would definitely start yeah. doing that. I might even show up in blackface just to make the whites uncomfortable. But I noticed you that you guys. Up, you pick up the phone, call them, and all you say is, really? Yeah, and then just really? Hang up. Did you enjoy your day off? <laughs> yeah. Uh, dear Brady, my wife has hired a hair and makeup guy to meet us in the delivery room at the hospital so she can be camera ready when she has our baby. $1,200 this is setting me back. I don't get it, but you know what? Whatever. Saturday, however, I was shown my suit for the experience we're about to go through. Whoa. Didn't know I was going to have to do that. Do I cave to this incredibly stupid pressure for Instagram and social media pictures because she's so goddamn mean right now I'm scared to death of her? <laughs> How do I tell my wife I hate this? She's furious. You've been with a pregnant woman. This isn't easy. What do I do, Steve? Signed, John Legend. <laughs> That's exactly what Tegan did. It's, did she have a higher? Ma- well, she took pictures. Oh of yeah, you seen those one. pictures? And she took pictures. She was all made up. Yeah, bucks. That's true. Oh yeah, they spent more than twelve. You're your toast on this, my friend. You think? Oh yeah. You should have yeah. went and seen Doctor Lynn. Too late now. Strap the you should have. Uh, I mean, yeah. you had to. 
know that early on and and try to maybe sway her the other way. Look, I don't think you need to be posting about this. Uh, you got to slow down on the Instagram if it's man, that important. So many, oh, the guys that I, I feel for them that um, have the uh, influencer wannabe. Oh, but you get aspiring. you get roped in because they always look great, and their friends are like, "Man, she's hot," and whatever. There's, there's so now pressures. her standard is constant. Even when she's delivering a baby, she wants to be filtered. You got a Looney Tunes on your hand, and you put a baby in it. Now you're tied to her forever. That's brutal. I'm not suiting up for that. I. I think I'd go in without the suit yeah. and take my lumps later. Yeah. Be a man. Yeah. If you don't want to wear the suit. Here's the other man. thing. Just go, look, I didn't need the suit. This yeah. wasn't about me looking good on Instagram. I was there for the, I was there for the right reasons. I was, and I was it, there. It, it sounds like um, the suit. he can uh, Dress afford it. It sounds like he can afford it. But if he can't, if it's going to be tight, there's. Well, nobody wants to. I don't care how much money you've got. I would have. Uh, yeah. Nobody Getting wants to spend $1,200 on a, on a hair and makeup guy in the delivery room. And I don't even know if he's allowed in there. She's going to be all dolled up before and then go back in and touch her up for the photos. I after. was even that way <laughs> about our on our wedding. About, well, Hiring Brady, a photographer. you're that way. I know. <laughs> like, How much does this guy cost? Everybody's got a camera. Like, how many times are you pulling those things out and going back and looking at them? That's it the whole just thing doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter, though. No. That's the whole thing with like, these people that do the videographers at their weddings and stuff. It's like, how often do you sit there and watch that? Yeah, but I will the say other this. one, one, one dies, maybe the just first like year. In, But my friends Phil and Belinda, I will, I will say this: my friends Phil and Belinda had their videographer. Uh, first off, the dude took a tumble and ate in the middle of them walking away, like we know pronounce Phil and Belinda. They're blah. for the first time ever, and they turn to start walking, and this guy trips, falls, and knocks himself out. Which was they had to stop, like nobody knew what to do. The cameraman was dead, <laughs> and so he gets up and he does whatever. He somehow or another erased all of the photos and video. And I don't know if it was when he got the concussion from falling or what. And then he, there was nothing. And having nothing somehow hurt both of them rather than having pictures that are there. But they, they don't even have the option to look. Like you say, how often are you looking? I think the option of like, remember this is still. A this thing. had to have been before because now. With our 48 pixels and stuff right. and all the people at the wedding. That was my point even when I got married. I'm like, right, but you were, I can have a friend please. bring a camera and take pictures. Oh, that's just the wrong thing Yep, to say. it is. It was. But um, Everybody's got a camera in their hand. We'll just borrow. We'll get them texted to us. Nobody wants to hear that. Because I was wants- like, you know, the stuff just starts yeah. piling up if it, because it was on... You know, we, we but were you have at your house somewhere in the hallway in the main room a big framed photo of a bunch of professional pictures from your wedding. Um, we have the uh, Brady's big fat wedding. Picture well, you have that, but I mean, yeah, you've got you've got and something. Then there else. is um, yes, yeah. and Ronnie's right. uh, yeah on our. So you had you know, there is a necessity one or two for this. that a that a friend could have taken that photo. Still <laughs> <laughs> bitter about the price. And a friend, you know what else, Brady? A friend could have framed it. I had a friend videotape it. God's sake. Very funny. Yeah. That is just, you're just cutting corners, man. You know, John can take pictures on his phone. I've seen him. He's basically Ansel Adams. Yeah, come on. But yeah. 5K? Oh, that's crazy. You got to whittle that price down. That's all. That's silly. 
I had to monitor things like that. Yeah, because no, yeah, if she's going 5K, she's not respecting the process. That's too much for a guy taking photos. I agree. We'll get Brett to do it. Nobody wants to spend that kind of dough. No. Stupid. Go to Vegas. Spend your 800 bucks on a wedding. And if it doesn't work out, you're down 800 bucks. Big deal. I've done it both ways. It always bothers me sometimes during the ceremony, too, that, like, the most important part, there's a ph- photographer right up in there. Yeah. Well, you know, he's going he's gonna to miss a few. Capturing that moment. Yeah. I do, you, But having talked to Phil about it, he's like, yeah, you just you would like to have the pictures. You'd like the options. You do. You know. For sure. You want a couple of So pictures. saying you don't ever look at them, that's true of almost all pictures. Comes a woman's point of view. Uh-oh. I got to, uh-oh. Here we go. This is on the baby pictures. My dudes, I have pushed out five babies. Oh, my God. This lady's disgusting. <laughs> it says, uh, f- no. He should not cave. The woman is beyond vain. Foot down. Say no. My dudes, I've pushed out five humans. I basically got Carlsbad Cavern shooting out of me every sunset. They all fly to the left. The, yeah, yeah. You, you just and don't. It's the don't first one that pressures on on that too, as far as stuff oh, that you're buying. Gross. Anyway, well, good luck. But I, I, I think you're going to have to eat it too. I think you just. But I wouldn't wear the suit. The suit's a bridge too far. Just say, I'm going to be there. If you have a suit, yeah. Wear what you have. Look decent, but yeah. I mean, what's going to happen? Put on if, the blazer and a nice clip on. You'll be fine. I mean, your water <laughs> breaks in the middle of the night, and you got to start putting ties on. And that just doesn't make sense. It doesn't at all. Uh, there you go, everybody. That is what Brady did, and he would bang that teacher blue. It's 98 KUPD. <laughs> hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Man, the what would Brady do is they're fired up on the old uh, emails and stuff. And I like this one. It says, uh, tell that guy whose wife stays beautiful every day for him to buck up and wear the suit. I wore a suit for my kid's birth. Uh, I did hair, makeup, paid for the guy to make her look beautiful. I had no problem with that. Her Instagram, because she's an influencer, too, is Sleeping Beauty 69 signed Nathan Sutherland, Hacienda. <laughs> oh, God oh, damn it. <laughs> I was falling for that, too. Did you see this one? Here's Brady uh, with his kindergarten man. teacher advice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Standing in line with a kid. Man. <laughs> Waiting to ask uh, for that date. I would like to ask for your hand in marriage, please. <laughs> And they've been in kindergarten for five There's years. Some big kids. kids, some big kindergarten. Well, you know, it's the on the fly. It's the best kind of a Photoshop you can. Have. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well. <laughs> anyway, oh. <laughs> I'm trying to read all these. You guys are being jackass. <laughs> it's just uh, the guy needs to say no to the suit, yes to hair and makeup to cover up the bruises for the stair ride. Signed, Toledo's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to give her a stair ride, see? Didn't, didn't work out. <laughs> you gotta get rid of that kid some way. Anyway, what are you gonna do? Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. The, the uh, Like I've been talking about for a while, that uh, uh, self-defense class for females only coming up April 28th, pretty much all sold out. If you called, they might make an exception, but right now that one's pretty sold out. And the CCW course is also pretty close sold out. I think, do you want to go with me on that? Let's do it. All right. We'll do the, the three-hour seminar on that one just because I, and you can get everything, you got your 
Yeah, I got it already, yeah, but I'll go through one. it anyway. Yeah, I get to it. And then you just learn. You get yeah. something else out of this. You thing. always learn something. Yeah. Regardless if I have it or not, I know I'll learn something. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to be out there for that one for sure and do the guns. You want to come, Brady, and get your CCW as well. That may, I didn't even know that. When you get that thing, you don't have to go through the background stuff. It's done. It's like you go yeah. get a weapon or you don't have to go through all the rigmarole of a... You still got to fill out the paperwork, but other no, than you that... Fill you fill it out and you're, you're done. You're, you're already cleared, right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. So you can do that, and you come with, and we'll all go out there, and we'll do this thing together. Because this one is this one is a game changer for anybody who's choosing to carry uh, or go out and just have gun safety. If you're if you're out shooting or doing whatever in the desert, and you run into some weird thing, you should know how to operate that thing. And it isn't about shooting the gun; it's about hanging on to it. That's the biggest part of the whole self defense thing. If you are a carry guy, you realize how we did a thing on uh, Friday when I was out there, where it was just a. Uh, retention from people trying to steal your gun and how to get around that I and mean, basically end up trying to bust somebody's elbow but it's like a move if somebody tries to grab your weapon in the holster and you're standing at a bar and some guy just reaches over and tries to grab it there's ways to do it if he grabs it with his left hand there's ways to do it if he grabs a crossbody, and it's all it's all kind of different that leads you to the same thing it's fascinating because you don't realize how easy it can be to pop it right out of there next thing you know bad bad intentions the guy's got your gun because you toted it in there without any training or any uh, retention training. So learning how to do that has been, that's been the most eye-opening thing, is realizing, oh, I've always thought about me being good with a gun. What happens if I don't have it anymore? And bad people see that, and if you're wearing it and you're and it's out, boof, horrifying. Not good. No. So you learn all that stuff and you get trained in ways you just can't even imagine. And if you're our CCW guy, there's no harm in saying, well, why not learn some more stuff? Great deal, and they do that all day long. Uh, out there teaching you the best way to become a better you. That's how it works. Be a sheepdog, not a sheep. They can train you, and they'll start right now. ReactDefense.com is where you go. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Round Dolls books are being edited for sensitivity. I saw this. They've done it before. An example of Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. The character Augustus Gloop. The fat kid. Was originally described like this. A nine-year-old boy who was... So enormously fat, he looked as though he had been blown up with a powerful pump. Great flabby folds of fat bulged out from every part of his body, and his face looked like a monstrous ball of dough. Great writing has made me picture exactly what Augustus Gloop looks like. New version, nine-year-old boy who was so enormous, he looked as though he had been blown up by a powerful pump. Great folds bulged out of every part of his body, and his face was like a ball of dough. So they got rid of fat. Yep. The word fat is now the new F word. <sighs> Pussies. So I got to start beeping that when I'm They're like, also uh, making you are <laughs> the Oompa Loompas gender neutral. Refer to, referring the, to them as small people rather than small men. Eh, look the way they dress. You know, you never know. Why, why can't they be men? Not buying that book. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to buy it anyway, but if Mr. Dahl himself was making these changes, that's one thing. But this was not his, like, that. what Solomon he wrote Rush is his creation. Tweeted about it. He's only got one eye now. He said, uh, Earl Dahl was no um, angel, but this is absurd censorship. Well, it's not his, those aren't his words. He wrote what he wrote. You leave it, yeah. you leave it there. I don't care if it's offensive. Then don't then don't read it. He says puffin books and doll estate should be ashamed. Yeah. Oh, Tilly's got something. So 
I was reading about this. So the difference is that, that the publisher has the rights to the right. books. And so they own it. They own the creation. They can do what they want with right. it. Like somebody who owns like a music catalog. Or and that's where re- release everything the too. rub is, is that right. the Dahl not- family sold the rights to the exactly. book to someone else. So now they do have a right yep. to do it. But but that's just new books moving right. forward. The old book will still be available. Right. But as a decent human being, you don't take somebody else's work and reword it and then plaster their name on it again. I don't care if you change five oh, words. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I get you it. say... But- Edited there's, version. there's an argument to be made that you own that creative work now. But then that name needs to go away. Yeah, maybe put on right. there as, you know, new version. Originally or written by Renault, but edited and now, rewritten yeah. by blah, blah, blah. Put yeah, your name that's on That's fair. It. Yeah. But does that go with music, too, since, you know, Springsteen and everybody else is selling off their catalogs? I mean, no, they sell know. off their catalogs to somebody and they, re, and they rework all the words and then do something. Yeah, you wouldn't say by Bruce Springsteen when we play it on the radio, you know. My point being is, like, if they're if, buying to make the music, if off Chat of GPT could impersonate Bruce Springsteen perfectly, and you rewrote words and then said, "This is Bruce Springsteen's new song," that's fraud. But is editing? Uh, if you edit out the words he intended, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. That's kind unless of unless they signed area. off yeah, on it. Point. I right. don't think yeah. right off the bat you could. Well, I mean, unless it's you the got permission. Dire it's Straits. Thing. To, yeah, the little F, yeah, yeah little the, little homo F word, yeah, yeah. In the earring in the mink coat. That's their intention. Uh, it's your choice not to play it as a company, but I don't think it's your choice to say, we just delete that section. Yeah, or change wondering, change yeah. the word without them saying, here's what we change. Like a radio edit, a lot of times the bands will make the radio edit, right? Yep. Dump the cussing. Yeah, they'll, they'll send you a different thing. Saying the we label under- will make right, the radio Right, we understand edit. this is not friendly to the masses as is. This will be our version on the album that you put money down and pay for. But the free out-in-the-air version mm-hmm. is going to include what we say. But if you do it yourself, they'd be like, screw you. Don't do that. I'd get mad at The Zone because they would edit out lumps of songs to make it time. And I'm like, that wasn't the intention of this band's music. Yeah, It's not up to us to cut this apart. Well, when I was working in country music in, in uh, Seattle, they would speed up the CD players. Yeah. So the so that they could get one more song in per yeah, hour. But we did that here with uh, with with Tool with Fear Inoculum when that came out. It had that one minute intro, intro that was yeah. Right. And it's not radio friendly. No, so we either... did it with Psychosocial. We took out that whole yeah. kind of breakdown segment. <laughs> and people want that version. Yeah, yeah. And you can buy that version. You put oh, your yeah. money off that. But for radio, it doesn't do us any favors having a one minute single note. It's like it's nothing. You can't do that. It's just it's a it's not that great. When Liam Neeson was delivering his particular set of skills speech in Taken, he wasn't really buying it. He said it, it was cornball. I really did feel that, but it was nice to be proven wrong. He's a comedic actor. <laughs> it's a great speech. It's like a it movie. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want, but know this. I have a very particular set of skills that make me a nightmare for a man like you. That's my favorite part of that, that make me a nightmare for a man like you. He doesn't know he's on the other line, but he knows he's better than him. I'm not sure about that because nothing else in the movie looked horrible. Right. No, and then I'm you did take him two and three. Right. <laughs> you give her back and that'll be the end of it. I don't know about that one, fellas. What if you don't? Blindfold me? Know this. And I'll listen to the sounds. Is that Tick and Two where he's going through the marketplace? Yeah. Clunk, clunk, 
30 seconds. Dog barking. That dog has to bark all day for that to work. Right. 30 seconds. Left turn. Dog barking. Okay, that dog might shut up and you're going to miss your you're going to miss your cue next time you try to retrace your steps. I will hunt you. Old lady puking. I will find you. I'm going to kill you. Dog barking. Right turn. Ticking clock. Like you didn't hear a ticking clock. You're in the back of a van. That movie is so bad. Taken is great. Taken 2 is brutally bad. Judge Mathis and uh, the People's Court are both ending their runs at the end of their current season. Mathis has been on the air for Which 24 is, seasons. Really? Which Joe Mathis. People's Court 26. He's the black guy that sits so far from Let the Let me tell you. Wait a second. You tell <laughs> he's me hilarious. Hold on, hold on, hold up. <laughs> How much education you got? What? <laughs> you, were you quitting eighth grade? <laughs> he, he's hilarious because he calls everybody yeah. crackheads yeah, and stuff. Like, you, you crackhead? Yeah, crackhead. <laughs> Greg Mathis. Yeah. yeah, I always look at him. He's leaning back. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the You're other thinking one. of Judge Joe. Judge no, Joe. No, Greg yeah. Mathis. Greg Mathis. He's is, calling yeah. everybody crackheads. And Judge Joe just sits there. smoking that pipe? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to tell me you didn't try to have sex with this beautiful lady? <laughs> like, I think you are committing some sort of assault here. That's insane now. Come on. I'm guilty of loving that woman from here. Yeah, Judge Craig sits forward. He's the one. Oh, yeah. Like, Wait a minute. You on crack? Yep. He's calling everybody crack. Are you on crack? No, why? Because you look like you're on crack. Guilty of crack. I'm like, that's not why we're here. Has anyone answered yes? I don't know. I don't have to question. <laughs> that's probably, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Come on, are that's you on crack? Asking. Are you on crack? Yes. <laughs> I thought you was on crack. Case closed. I know it. <laughs> All right. See, that's why I'm a good judge. I judge that that man is a crackhead. And I was correct. Yeah, I love Judge Joe because he's just laid back. Oh, I ain't got time for all this. Ain't that a yeah, bitch? Ain't this a bitch? <laughs> you owe that man $500. You realize that, right? I want to see you again. But I know I will. But I'm going to like watching your <laughs> wife walk away. God damn. Pound cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. I love that guy. I try to watch Hot Bench. You seen that one? No, it's been around for a while. Bench? They got three judges, and then they go get they, they all hear it. It's like Shark Tank for court. They try <laughs> to talk one of the judges. Majority that, ruling. I don't even know how. And it for is. that reason, I'm out. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't even. <laughs> I don't understand what the end. I think they all have to agree, but they never do. And I think you just have to get one of them to like you. Yeah, I think it's very much like yeah. For that reason, I'm out. Are you a crackhead? <laughs> Or their their bench turns around. Hot bench. Well, they leave. <laughs> yeah. I stole that com- convict from you. That's actually a better way than what they do, which is like they hear everything and then they go bark about it. And it, I don't know. They don't even seem like they know the law that well. Anyway, what are you going to do? You're going uh, to jail, dog. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to right now, dog. I can name that price and crime. Two notes. What's wrong with Randy? I don't know, dog. Must be a crackhead. Is that on Wednesdays? <laughs> I gotta start uh, I think watching it is Wednesday, it. yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen that one. was Randy Jackson. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it oh, You gotta watch it. It's so bad. And the, the lady will say, I can name that tune in three notes. Oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll play. He'll ting, ting, punk. Oh. And then he just makes noises. He doesn't do I tell you, dog. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And it's not in the right spots. It just doesn't make sense. He's Sid and Marty Croft's worst creation. <laughs> I tell you, you got to work hard, man. Huh? Just play the three notes. <laughs> All 
my dog. Here we go. And then the rest of the band plays the song. So I don't yeah. think he can do it. I no, mean, I don't think so either. He looks he looks drained. He looks like somebody sucked all the juice out of Randy Jackson. It's like a old like a piece like of the fruit. End of the Raiders. They, yeah, they, yeah, just all the insides have been sucked out of him. Somehow he's still alive. Uh, it's 10.03. That's it. We're done. Larry is here, yeah? Larry's here today. Uh, he's going to give you all sorts of fun stuff. So be nice to Larry, and he'll be nice back. That's it for us. Enjoy your President's Day. I'm going home. So long! You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. You can drive away in a brand new Chevrolet this President's Day. Visit valleychevy.com for details.